The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hi, my name is Jackson. I am six years old and I'm going to do Nickelback this afternoon. Like another by Molly Day Thomas and friends as these are turning and I'm down Hanging out Southfield We've got weeds in the backyard Four feet tall That's weed where low Cuts the moss so I'm down On the couch Southfield Two spotters laying on the kitchen floor If we clean them all up We can buy some more So I doubt we'll go without Shout, dude Oh! The hang gun if still tagging along We we'll be doing this till six in the morning Nothing wrong's going on I long to the brakes out of my way Let's get up and go out Me and all my friends Now, you may be wondering, um... Okay. You may be wondering why we're starting, um, with the poetry of, of, uh, what's his name? Roy Schneider in Nickelback. Well, one of, one of the, the members of this team wasn't in on Friday. Again! What did you just say? Again! It didn't sound like that. Well. It sounded like you called him, well, it sounded like you called him a Kent. No. And the, the only reason you call someone a Kent is because you wanted to call them something else. Oh, well. You, you're a, hearing what you want to hear. You wanted to call him a, 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 a Berkeley he's Hunt. He's never in. He's like stay at homes, isn't he? So Sam didn't come in on Friday. Sam's the guy that answers the phones. And he didn't come in on Friday. Sam, if you could just put your microphone up and, and tell the boys and girls, the ladles and jelly spoons, why did you take a night off work on Friday? Because I went and saw Nickelback at the O2. Oh, she says that like he's, there's nothing wrong with Let's it. Just let that sink in a little bit. He went, he's a young man. What are you, 24? Five. He's five years old, <laughs> wow. He's 25 years old. And of his own choice, he went, he took a night off work 
to go and see Nickelback live in concert at the O2 Arena. How much were tickets, man? Um, I don't know. I got them as a present for Christmas. Wow, Gosh. Christmas present. Yeah. That big, of, that much of a fan. P- people knew to buy him tickets. Now, I, listen, I, I've got some some strange taste in music and we never we never on this show mock people for their music tastes we just don't do it because it's i mean mean, i like crowded house there we go fine we never do it we don't do it get that phone call in a minute sam in a minute but nickelback i have to i have to i have to call you out for nickelback it's not the first time i've seen them as well (gasps) it's it's, it was the third and how did this uh, compare with the other Nickelback gigs? It wasn't the best. The first one was still by far the best, but yeah. it was up there because um, they didn't stick to set at all. They just played whatever the pe- oh, people in the crowd shouted out. Crazy rock and rollers! So it wasn't the best, but definitely in the top three that you've seen. Yeah. <laughs> Go and take that phone call, please, Sam. That's what we're working with. We're trying to create an artistic environment that is safe. Oh, it's quite hot. Could you put it back down to 19 now? I'm boiling. Thank you, please. I'm boiling. Come on. Go on, boiling. Come on, mate. We're trying to create a safe space for... Uh, t- t- please do the air conditioning, because it's getting really hot in it. T- down... Okay. Just to... I can 19. see... It. Yeah, 19. 18. You're on 18. No, I'm on 19. Like, stick on that. Come on. Come away from the AC. We're trying to create. We're trying to create a safe, creative in- environment for artistic people to express themselves. And, and, and one third of this team is a fan of Nickelback. One third of this team has seen enough Nickelback concerts for all of us. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to uh, um, uh, give us a call, you can do. It's Monday, kind of. You know, just trying to get into the. I slept t- 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 terribly last night. Terribly last night. It turns out, I think I may have mentioned this, getting divorced and buying a house at the same time, it turns out they're quite stressful things. I think people should be made aware of that before engaging in either. But I just couldn't sleep last night, partly as well, because um, someone I considered a friend, um, I played Monopoly on the PlayStation last night so with a guy called Jeff, guy I consider a friend, uh, considered a friend. And his, his attitude, his bullying, his... His trolling, um, his gammoning, his 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 entire attitude in the game sucked. It really sucked, and um, as a result, he I I I he allowed. I, I, some people said it was a rage quit. It wasn't a rage quit, but I I ended the game, even though I probably could have turned it around, just because he was playing like an sh one t um that video i believe is still on youtube i keep trying to take it down but then i think i have a word with matthew who runs the youtube channel for me because it just keeps popping back up there and i don't want that on there not because i'm embarrassed i'm going to be embarrassed about i played like a gentleman throughout the entire game but um because i i don't want jeff i don't want people to see what a dark soul uh jeff has so i'm, I'm gonna try and get that video taken down from my youtube channel what were you playing again Playing Monopoly right. on the PlayStation 4. Honestly, it's the Hasbro most... Hasbro Family Fun Pack. It's the most addictive fun. I played a game the other night. It went on for nearly four hours. Two o'clock I crawled into bed. Are you Great. still speaking to any of the people you played with on that occasion? One of them was Jeff. I beat him. Right. Another was some French guy called Stefan who bailed out. He bailed out after three and a quarter hours. I gotta go to the bed, man, and catch disease. Uh, zizis, the Z's, not disease. You know what a zizi is in French. Um, un petit peu. 
Un petit phalange Un petit minute papa d'elle C'est petit... It's a little willy. Okay, okay, we could have just said that. You can just say that. Let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Hello, guys. Guys and girls. That's it. All right, Jimmy Savile. I'm calling from the US. Hello. Hello, America. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Um, I just want to say I love this show so much. And um, an- another thing, I-, I was actually trying to access uh, your website earlier. I couldn't seem to get on it. It, it just says, like, connection timeout or something. Hang on, which I- website? The Talk Radio website or the Ian Lee website? The Ian Lee website. Oh, jeez. Hang on a minute. Again, again. Oh, no. Um, remind me tomorrow. Hang on. Oh, I think I've just... Right. It keeps... What's going down there? IanLee.com. Let's have a little look. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't load for me. It's not loading for me. I've had so much trouble with that website. I got someone, someone else rebuilt it for me. We took it to a different server. And um, Well, th- thank you for that, Nick. Let's just say that some people are going to get a right old telling off. They won't because it's some people that did it for free as a favour to me. So I will go, excuse me, guys. Anyone know what's going on? Uh, but thank you for that, Nick. So how, hang on a minute. So whereabouts are you in the United States? Um, I'm, a- I'm actually in Michigan. Michigan. What do we know about Michigan? Let me think. Michigan impossible? No. Let me think. What do we know about Michigan? Um, don't know anything about Michigan. Isn't Detroit in Michigan? Uh, it's, it's close to that. Yeah. It's close to that. It's close to that. Okay, well, that's it. How, and how did you find this show, Nick? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I was just scrolling through live streams one day. I thought I, I just watched it. And I was interested. Well, there, there you go. So, so hang on, you, um, you, you're scrolling through Periscope? Huh? Yeah. You were scrolling through Periscope, did you say? Yeah. Okay. Well, th- I, I, I'm glad you found us, man. This is fantastic. Here's the thing. The next stage in our taking over the world is to take this show to America. And Michigan would yeah. be absolutely perfect. Do you happen to work in the um, in the broadcast industry in the United States? Um, actually, yes. What the heck? Whoa, this is it, Catherine. Here we go. Here we go. Viva Las Vegas. They're coming to America. We're going to be making plenty of... Oh, whoa, whoa. I see what you've done there, Nick. Oh, dear. I had a suspicion when he said... I knew we were going somewhere when when it was one of the the dullest, most awkward conversations we've ever had. If I have to work that hard to get some juice out of a conversation, let's just say that gentleman swore and said some rather racial language. I suspect one or two of those words may have slipped out onto the radio broadcast. If they did, we can only apologise. He wasn't calling from Michigan either. Uh, we can only apologise. We we hit the dump button twice, which is we do, but sometimes the second hitting of that dump button doesn't work. Do, 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 we, do we think we got it, Sam? We think we may have got it, but some of it may have slipped through. And it was it was not just bad language, it was also racial language, which is particularly bad. YouTubers and Periscopers, you would have definitely heard that. Congratulations, you win a gold star. But you also get my, my apologies, because... Um, that's not what this show is about. This show is about creating a nice, uh, loving vibe. And, um, and uh, well, fair, fair play to him, though. Fair play to him. Fair well, play. next time you say you're from Michigan, know that Detroit is in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in America, though. Well, I don't think his accent was, was it? 
don't know. I don't know where he's so from. Very uh, this, all right. Well, all right. Do you know what? It feels like a dangerous night. We're going to go from one risky caller to another one. It's, it's, this is Alan Caddick. Good evening, Hi, Alan. Mark. Sorry? Hi, Mark. You're not going to uh, start shouting out rude words, are you? I'll never do that at 13 minutes past 10 on a Monday evening. Okay, but at 14, 14 minutes, minutes past 10 on a Monday evening. I would not do that. It's the C word. It's Alan Caddick. <laughs> the biggest C word of all. In the entertainment world. Sorry? I come back in bad news in the entertainment world. Oh, well, well the, the, the Lois Lane has died. Yeah. I'm finding it hard. It's sad, you know. But my, I'm finding it hard to be moved by that one as much as perhaps other people are. What makes you say that, Ian? I'm just. Well, I heard the news and I didn't. I didn't feel it. Okay, I'm going to say it. I didn't feel anything. No, well, I mean, she's practically the same age as my mom. And for her to, and my mom's still alive, thank goodness, because she had a hospital scare the weekend. Who, Margot Kidder or your mum? My mum. Your mum went and scared a hospital. That's no, a bit out of order, mate. There's no, sick people in there trying scare. to recuperate. No, she went into hospital Saturday night. And she got scared? No, because, but practically, she came back Sunday afternoon. Right, okay. Well, I'm so her diabetes was all messed up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, I'm glad she's on the mend, Alan. Well, she's back home. Ah, uh, do you know what? I've got a feeling your mum and my mum are going to be around for a lot longer than we are. Running parallels. They're indestructible, those two women, Alan. Like Captain Scarlet and the Mr. One. Captain Scarlet, indestructible, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Um, I'd never like those Jerry Anderson things. No, my, I only liked two, and that was Thunderbird and Stingway. Yo, no, I did the one I the one I could watch on a Sunday tea time was Terrorhawks. Oh, oh no, that's guy the classic from my childhood. That is. Because mm. wasn't Windsor Davis one of the balls? Was zeroid. He was a zeroid. He was a zeroid, wasn't he? Windsor Davis. Sergeant Major Zero. Yeah, yeah, he was. And my battled Zelda. Yeah, but um, uh, but that's that. Uh, but I tolerated that. The rest of them I found um, absolutely tedious. I, too, I was watching one on YouTube and I found that really boring. UFO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's trying to make it look like the future, but it's not the future that we're in now. I, t- oh, I tell you, no, actually, I tell you the one, Jerry Anderson, and let's not let's not be around the bush. Sylvia Anderson program I liked. Space 1999. I've never seen that. But it's not puppets. It's Martin Landau and um, Barbara Bain. Barbara Bain. Barbara Bain. Barbara Bain. Barbara Bain. Ian! Whoa! Whoa! Sorry, I was uh, falling into Barbara Bain's eyes. Google Barbara Bain's eyes. B-A-I-N. Apostrophe S-E-Y-E-S. Barbara Bain's eyes. Um, Yeah, that was good, that one. Space 1999. Yeah? Was that on before or after Bullseye? Um, I, I cannot tell you. Can I just interject? Yes, yeah, we're can. talking about old television here. We're going from Lois Lane to Terrorhawks, and now we're talking about Bullseye. I don't need the post-mortem. I'm just highlighting the fact that we're in, we're in forbidden territory. I didn't know classic TV was such a taboo cast. Oh, come off it, Alan Caddick. You'll be talking about white dog poo next. No. You don't oh. see it anymore, though, do you? Have you seen Barbara Bain. Bain's eyes? Barbara Bain. Barbara mm. Bain. 
Yes, Alan? I'll cut you off now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're all going to look into Barbara Bain's eyes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It's we're twenty minutes into the week of broadcasting here Mondays to Fridays, uh, ten till one. Myself, Ian Lee. Good evening. Um, Catherine Boyle, good evening. Hi. Uh, and you can call in about anything, 0344-499-1000. Already, 20 minutes in, we've talked about old kids' TV shows, and um, we've had someone drop the N-bomb and the F-bomb and the S-bomb. Surprisingly, not the C-bomb. No. Should just say, but for people that want to do that, I mean, you can, but it doesn't get broadcast, because we've got a dump button here. Um, Philip from South Norwood's coming up, and we're probably using it on him. Let's go to Ricardo first. Good evening, Ricardo. Oh, hi, Ian. How are you? Very well, thank you, Ricardo. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How's uh, Kat? Is she doing okay? Right, okay. Here we go. This is it, right? And now I get why Mike Dickin would always say my health is not in question, right? Because what I've noticed, and I'm not having a go at you, Ricardo, right? But I've noticed the last couple of weeks, right? Everyone has started their phone calls with, Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And Catherine, hello. How are you? I'm fine. Everyone, right, everyone, literally... Call after call. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Catherine, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Everyone, so let's... This is what we're going to do, right? This is what we're going to do tonight as an experiment. As an experiment. Anyone that asks that gets cut off. (laughs) Straight straight away. Wow, harsh. Straight away. But do you know... Have you picked up on this, Catherine? It's been... It's just the last couple of weeks. It's really... They've they've become very caring. Well, they, they have... And I, I, I blame them, but we're gonna, we're gonna knock it on. For some reason, right? It's like it's Chinese water torture. I don't know if the Chinese ever actually did water torture. Are you flushing the toilet? Oh no, I was just listening to okay. the water torture. I don't know. Oh, there was some creaking going it, it was on. Good. Yeah, yeah. You put the telly on because I'm doing a <laughs> monologue. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm listening, it's fine, it's fine. So, d- d- but what, you're listening to two things, what's the second? No, no, I'm walking downstairs. You were saying about water torture. Yes, yes, right, it, it, it's, I don't know if Chinese water torture actually exists, because I don't think it would be that torturous, but the drip, no. drip, drip, right, and yeah. constant, oh, is it on your head? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, it still wouldn't be, it would, over a period of millennia, it would bore a hole in your head. Maybe that's what it is. But just that constant, Ian, are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Catherine, are you all right? Yeah, we're fine, mate. We, 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 we were fine actually, when the last guy... I'm actually not fine, and I was waiting for someone to ask me how I was, but it's fine, doesn't matter. Neither of us are fine. We're both screwed up, right? We're both screwed up. There's a story about me in the sun tonight, for crying out loud. I've been arguing... I, I, what is, where are you going? Do you live in a haunted house? <laughs> where are you going? Is that you, Scooby-Doo? <laughs> yeah, I just walked outside. What have you called in for, Ricardo? I oh, know, I was calling up about Saved by the Bell. About Saved by the Bell? Well, I mean, it sounds rubbish now. The, t- the TV programme Saved by the Bell? Yeah. Okay, but it was rubbish then. <laughs> it wasn't great, was it? No, it was rubbish. It was It was always... There was no California <laughs> Dreaming. That was a show. Did you ever see that? Oh, no. Yeah. That was a show, California yeah. Dreaming. 
very underrated, I think. But no, Save by the Bell and Save by mm. the Bell and the Next Generation and Save by the Bell the College Years, all oh, of them, dreadful. all dreadful. of them were rubbish. I think the Save by the Bell, the original, wasn't as bad as we remember. No, hang on a minute. You've just said it doesn't stand up. <laughs> You're saying it's worse than you remember. I did like the sequel, <sighs> though. Showgirls. <laughs> 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 that was great. That was high drama. Jesse Swanny. Yeah, Jesse Swanny. Yeah, uh, Jesse Swanny, Lisa Turtle. Jesse Swanny? No, Swanny. You did, though. Uh, I mean, okay. showgirls. Well, thanks for calling, Ricardo. This was brilliant. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you thought your job doesn't depend on this. <laughs> My job depends on this. My job depends on this. And it's terrible. Look at this picture of Barbara Bain, though. No, I can't look into the eyes. Let's try... Just to, just to say, right, for fans of, of old men, the next three callers are Philip, Alistair and George, right? Just to, just to flag that up. Here we go. Let's go to Philip. Good evening, Philip. Phil- G'day, this is Wally Dingo with your Monday Night Aussie Rolls Roundup. In <laughs> weekend action, it was the Eagles over the Giants, Carlton over Essendon, Sydney over Hawthorne, Geelong over Collingwood, Richmond over North Melbourne and Port Adelaide over the Crows. I'll see you next week and remember, hang on to your kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I like this new incarnation. He gets it done. What is going on tonight? I've got... I'm, I'm, I'm getting uh, delirious sweats going on. Delirious sweats was my nickname at school. I'm getting the old blue singer. I'm getting this is outrageous. If you listen to Bob Mill's show last night, Bob didn't have any guests, but he had he had Philip on for about forty five minutes. There's no room for guests. No. <laughs> what is going on? All right, who's, try- the, who's the next old man? Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Hello. Yep. How are you? Yep. Off. You just said, how are you? Did, right, did, right, goodbye. Okay, yeah, okay. It, prepare for abusive tweets. Um, here's the thing, and I'm going to say this in advance of George. Don't ask how me or Catherine are. You won't get a mic stick in, my health is not in question. You'll get cut off, okay? I'm just saying that. 0344 499 It's really going to encourage calls, isn't it? Don't ask us how we are, but please phone us up. George, don't ask us how we are. Let's just dive straight into it. Hello. Hello, George. <laughs> Hello, Wizard Enchantress. Did you get an email from me earlier? Um, do you know, I don't know if I did, because um, uh, I think my... Um, let's have a little... Uh, let's have a little look. Uh, here we go. Please check a Middle East peace song on YouTube. Inshallah Shalom. Road, recorded over seven years ago by the youngest Saatchi brother, Philip, and his then son... His then nine-year-old son, Eden. Right, OK, well, let's go and have a listen to this. Um, uh, um, inshallah, shalom. Uh, picture of a pyramid should come up. There we I go, think. picture of a pyramid, hosted by someone called Matthew Hyman. OK, let's have a listen. Here we go. Here we go. Save the Lord. They will sins be as scarlet. They shall be as white as snow. In that day shall there be a highway out of Egypt to Assyria. 
Hang on, this isn't a song, though. It, it starts off with e- Eden uh, reciting a, a, a lovely biblical prophecy, which would be really lovely to be heard on this day because of what's unfolding in in Jerusalem oh, at the moment. It's it's seven minutes ten seconds. No, long. no, no. J- 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 just do. Just, just let, let him recite. How long pro- does he go on for? J- just let him recite well, the prophecy. Okay. How long does it go on for? The prophecy yeah. is very short. Okay. Well, you say very short. We're we talking under a minute. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, under a minute, we can do. From the Assyrian, she'll come into Egypt, and the Egyptian into Assyria. And the Egyptians shall serve with the Assyrians. In that day shall Israel be the third with Egypt and with Assyria, even a blessing in the midst of the land, whom the Lord of hosts shall bless, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, and Assyria, the work of my hands. Israel, my inheritance. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand it. It's too much, too much synthesizer. There's too much, too okay. much synthesizer uh, in it. Okay, it's it's just a prophecy of a time when Egypt, uh, Assyria, and Israel will all join together and become as one, as it says, a, a blessing in the midst of the land, mm. whom the Lord of Hosts shall bless, saying, "Blessed be." Egypt, my people, Assyria, the work of my hands, and Israel, my inheritance. It's just a very lovely prophecy. Did did you follow any of what was unfolding in Jerusalem? I know it's today? I know it's grim. How many people have died now that jo- Donald Trump's got his uh, his uh, embassy there? I mean, it's 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 all, it's yeah, pretty outrageous. Over fifty. Wow. I, 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 Unarmed people and and uh, got shot by by the Israelis and well. and and uh, it's all going to build up to to a, a major conflict. I'm sure. And you you didn't hear either of the uh, Christian preachers who spoke in Jerusalem. And, and do you know uh, what? It's not a story I've been following. I've every as the radio news has kicked in and, and the number has increased. It's uh, it's it's not a part of the world. I've been to Israel. It's not a part of the world that that excites me or moves me particularly. Uh, what's going on today is horrific. But you know, there's uh, there, uh, there's horrific stuff going on in my life. Not as horrific as that, but I, d- I don't I don't I don't you know what, what is me knowing about it going to do um what is it going to do maybe you can do something oh about come it. on george I'm the, i can't do anything about people but about palestinians being killed in his I, I can't i can't do anything about that and i don't i don't want to you know it's going on and it's horrific and it's horrible and the world is a mess and sometimes the, the world is too much and i, I don't want to know what's going on well really as i see it Ian, what's going on is that the Christian uh, right who is behind Donald Trump and probably in- influences Donald Trump is looking to stage what they read in in the book of Revelation. As, as Come on, man! No, Come no, on, the... Donald Trump's backers aren't going right. Okay, so we got, Re- got. Where are we up to in Revelations now? Okay, right, we're going to do this. Come on, man! No, that 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 really is the agenda, Ian. I'm no. quite sh- sure. Of that. I'm quite sure it isn't that. But if 
if you read the book of Revelation the way they read the book of Re Revelation, uh, what comes first is the apocalypse, and then you get a thousand years of peace, and that leads up to Armageddon. Well, they are looking to stage what they perceive as being the apocalypse. I, I'm sure that that is the the agenda, and and. Uh, I, I really think it's all going to escalate and a lot of people are going to die. I don't believe the Bible. Sorry? I don't believe the Bible. That's okay. You don't have to believe And I also Bible. don't believe that, the, 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 you know, Trump's backers are, uh, are trying to recreate what it says in Revelations. I don't believe that, man. Come on. Yeah, there are nasty people around and there are horrible things happening and... Um, you know, d d d d Trump is just an oaf. Trump's an oaf. He's a big-footed, clumsy oaf. That's, and, and his clumsiness has resulted in 50 people dying. But it's not yeah, people but... It's not people trying to do revelations. Yes, it is. If, 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 no, if, 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 if you would listen to what these two American preachers said in Jerusalem at, at, at the ceremony which was very divisive and, and yeah, well. anti-Muslim, it, it, yeah. it's, it, it's hardly the sort of uh, dialogue and, 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 and rhetoric that is going to lead to anything other than terrific division. OK, here we go. While I hate suffering and I hate death and I hate murder and I hate violence and all that stuff, to, to be honest, what's happened over there today, this is going to make me sound awful. I don't really care. I don't really care. If I'm being completely, completely blunt, I don't really care. And I'll tell you why I don't care. Because my capacity to care has been used up recently. My capacity to care um, has, has, has gone, man. It's, it's full. It's, it's empty. I need to recharge my care capacitors. Because there's just too much going on in my life and in, in other things, horrible things that have happened. There's just too much. So, I, I you know, I... I I, the story over there, I don't know. Today, it 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 it, it doesn't touch me. Okay, but tomorrow it might be different. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think so. I, 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 I you don't know how I'm going to feel. You don't know what I'm feeling or how I'm going to feel. No, nobody knows. No. It, 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 it's uh, the, uh, horrible uh, things have happened in Israel before and in Palestine, and I kind of look at it and go, Pff. "It's never really touched me." Yeah, but you 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 have to appreciate that Donald Trump is not a man of peace, and 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 yeah. uh, and what he has set in motion there is going to escalate and, and, and lead to, to many, many people dying in. Yeah, but, OK, let, let, this is not necessarily a question I would ask, but I'm going to ask it. So what? So what? So what? I'm, I'm struggling to, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm struggling to work out where I'm going to be living in two weeks' time. I'm struggling to work out how I'm going to get out of bed every day. I'm struggling to work out how to deal with the rising anxiety that's coming every day. I'm struggling to work out when I'm going to see my kids. And I don't in any way mean, before people start complaining, I'm not in any way demeaning what has happened over there. It is horrific. It is awful. I wish it hadn't happened. But I, I, right now, honestly, 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 I don't care. Okay. The, 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 you, you, you're being honest. And, and uh, 
and uh, I, I, I'm sure many other people don't care as well. But the, I, I would think there are a great many people that do care. Oh, yeah, and, of course there are. And and um, but I'd also I just think that that saying that it's um, the people behind George uh, George Bush, the people behind Donald Trump are trying in some way to make revelations a reality. I don't think that's helpful. I think that's divisive. No, um, it's uh, and, true. Well, it, you say I'm it, sure it's no, true. Yeah, well, okay. You're sure it's true, but that doesn't make it true. No, but, and, but, and there'll be lots of people going. Well, how is this helping? How is what helping? What you're saying. What I'm saying is trying to draw attention to a prophecy that, that prophesies a time when effectively... Prophecies are nonsense. No, they're not, Ian. Re- re- really, they're not. Tell me one prophecy that's come true. Um, that's a good question. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? No, that is a good question, oh. but... but, but prophecies are, are, are waiting to come true right, and, pe- okay. and people okay. can make prophecies come true okay. uh, especially when it's a, a, a prophecy as positive as as the whole region uniting and 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 uh, becoming a blessing in the midst of the land I, I just think that's a wonderful prophecy to draw attention to in in the the current circumstances of, of what are, are unfolding here, Ian? And I, I'm really happy that that uh, that we have shared this on 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 your program. And, 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 and you can come uh, on and share this stuff. And, but and I will question. I, 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 tu- I tuned into CNN lunchtime, and they went to a reporter in Gaza whose name was Ian Lee. Well. A, that's a coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidence. Yes, there is. There and is. I know it. Look, Zach's is tweeting me. Your capacity to care has gone. Does that extend towards your own children and family? I don't know if you listen to it. I mentioned my, my children, but thanks. If so, fair enough. But if not, then rephrase your answer. You have no idea how insensitive you're coming across. Oh, no, I've got every idea how insensitive I'm coming across. That's why I'm really choosing my language very carefully and hesitating as I think of the things I'm going to say. But, but, but Zach's. Don't tell me what to say or how to behave or how I should react to something. Don't tell me that, you know. Could, could I share something very mystical with you? Uh, yeah, go on. In, in, in the film that, that, that I have in mind, yes. in which you're going to be playing the part of the Wizard of Wonders, Yes. the, wind, the wizard is a.k.a. the spirit of truth. And the spirit of truth, the coming of the spirit of truth is prophesied in John's gospel. Right. And it says when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. I don't know what that means. He shall not speak of himself, but that which he hears... I don't understand speak. what I don't understand what that means. I didn't understand the words. Didn't you? No, I don't understand what you what that means. And, and also, I do think the Bible is 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 um is a con job. I don't buy it. Uh, but you will. <laughs> no, I, I won't. You will when, when it's revealed 
to show what it's really saying between all the mythical stories that exist. And that's going to happen soon, yeah? It is going to happen. Right, nonsense, because every, for centuries, right, for centuries, people have been reading the Bible saying the second coming soon, the end is nigh. Remember the people in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the end is nigh. It's coming soon. It's coming within my lifetime. People have said that. That's that's um, part of the arrogance of being a human being, that you think that, that now, our lifetime, your lifetime, my lifetime, these are the ones that really count. These are the ones when Jesus is going to come back. These are the ones when this will happen. never here in the first place. Well, no, but, but whatever, but... But, but but it's it's this but, arrogance but, but, of humanity. Hang on, it's this arrogance of humanity to think that every prophecy and everything that's that's written in the Bible will happen within our lifetime. But people have been thinking that for centuries. Now, Jesus in the first three Gospels is revealed as being the false prophet because he, he prophesied. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to start dissecting the Bible, man, because it's dull. It's dull. It's not. It, it, well, it, it, to you, it, it's interesting. To me, it's dull, and it's my show, so it's dull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Sometimes you're going to get challenged, George. No, that's okay. You you don't realise that you 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 are uh, one way or another becoming involved in something very mystical okay. and, okay. and I'm magical. Becoming, I'm becoming involved in cutting you off now. Thanks, George. Nice talking to you, man. Thank you. Ta-ta, bye-bye. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. You can call in about anything, right? Don't ask how me and Kath are doing, because you'll get cut off straight away, right? And Alistair missed that, and as predicted, he sent an angry... Tweet. <laughs> so he's blocked. I just, honestly, I'm not, I'm not in the mood. Not in the mood for, for, I'm not in the mood for entitled people telling me what to do and, and you know, I, I just not. So don't ask how we're doing, all right? Angela, good evening. What have you called in for? Hi, Ian. Hello, Angela. Good what evening. have you called in for? Well, it's about what the, the, that last caller de- uh, just said about yes. all that religion. I, I, I just can't wait. I, I'm dreading the post, to be fair, in the mornings, oh. really, because um, I'll be getting a letter from my family who's very religious saying, oh, we won't be here a lot now because this rail's hotting up. Yeah. I'm just saying goodbye and all that. Uh, I'm just waiting. And I'm they're just, hang on, they're, just, they're, just, they're, they're writing to say goodbye? Yeah, because they're going to the kingdom of heaven, because Israel's hotting up again. So, right, they're Jehovah's Witnesses? No, they're just different all sorts. Different all sorts, okay. Yeah. Um, and so they're going, when you say they're going to the kingdom of heaven, mm. what, the, what, 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 in a suicide pact? No, they just say it'd be like a flash in an eye or so. Okay, mm. so they're expecting there to be like yeah. Armageddon come this week. No, the rapture. Yeah. The rapture. Oh, is it Rapture or Armageddon? Yeah, no, it's one of them anyway. It's one of them. It's one but, of them. Uh, okay. But I make planes out of it, so I go, oh, what then? <laughs> out the window. Okay. I've got no <laughs> idea. Oh, am I? Hang on a second. Just, 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 Angela, stay there a second. Kath, take your headies off for a mm-hmm. minute. Take your headies off, right? Yeah. I've got no. I've been sat here. For, I've been sat here 45 minutes, right? 46 minutes. I haven't got a Scooby. What has happened in the last 40... I've not understood any of the callers. They're all getting my back up. 
We're, we've had religious nut jobs. We've had racist nut jobs. I've got literally not got a clue what Angela's talking about. Could you check out the window and just make sure there are no, like, abandoned cars or anything? The rapture hasn't come and we're not just left with what's left, are we? No, 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 no. Well, then I'm out of ideas. But what is she talking about? Don't you find that's a bit weird, though, Ian? Hang on, Angela, I can't hear you. I've not got my headphones on. Oh, don't you find that's a bit weird, Catherine? She's not got her headphones on. Okay. Just wait there. We can't hear you, Angela. Just wait there. We can't hear what you're saying. I've got no idea what anyone's talking about. Literally. It's like that acid tab I bought in 1995. I think it's finally starting to work. Well, I never did acid, but I appear to be on the same trip as you. You've got contact tie. It's what we used to call it, a contact tie. Right, headphones are on. Angela! Yes, mate. Yes, mate! (laughs) So we could talk about something else. I've got that off my chest now. Go on. um, Anyway... And it's warm tonight, isn't it? <laughs> in it, though. It's hey, mild. We went, Catherine and I went and saw a really good film tonight. I got, I, I've been in town all day because I had to go and... Uh, I went to a meeting at lunchtime and then I went and saw my therapist at three. That means I got to work about half four, which is very early for me. And I had to do some boring stuff online. And I said, Kath was coming in, I texted, and she pulled over to read the text. And I said, do you fancy going to see it? If I can find a film that's on about six, half six, do you want to go and see a film? She went, yeah, all right. And so I had a little look at some of the... And so we went and saw this film that I'd not even heard of called Beast. 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 And it's British. I didn't know it was British. That put me off initially. Mm. Um, And it's set on uh, Jersey, Bergerac territory. But Bergerac is long gone. No nettles. And I'm not going to... No spoilers here, guys. But um, the butler did it. No, no spoilers. But it's about this young lady who feels disenfranchised from her family and from society. Stick with it. And she meets this kind of rugged loner of a guy. And that, and then mayhem ensues, or doesn't, as the case may be, right? And it went <laughs> off. It went off good. It went off. It went off good. I really enjoyed it. And then I tried to find the young lady on Twitter. So I wanted to send her and the gentleman a tweet saying, I really enjoy Beast. Jess Buckley. Jess Buckley. She's not on Twitter. Good for her. She's not on Twitter. I admire her all the more. It's absolutely Boston, that is. Brilliant. But that's our recommendation. Unless she's on there and we can't find her because she's called, like, at Snazzy Jess or something. You nearly said something rude then. Snazzy Jess. You nearly said, like, you nearly said, like, Vaggie. Why would I say that? Vaggie. I don't know. Vaggie. Stop saying vaggie. <laughs> anyway, Angela. No. It, it were good. It, it were good. Yeah. It was a good film. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then you guys, you got hay fever. Sorry? You got hay fever. Who? Any of you guys. No. No, with uh, you. No. Yeah. Oh, I'm struggling. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well... Yeah. That, that, uh, well, that, uh, that, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hi, perfect fellow. Um, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> yes, John. Uh, I understand that uh, when you have a personal problem, you really get numb with men. You you have to deal with problems that happening in the world yeah. that you anyway can't handle it, and you can't yeah. uh, change anything. But I think that. Um, even if the reports are true that there's a lot of shootings going on yes. and a lot of people shot, I bet that every one of them being shot has thrown a petrol bomb 
They're not like going, Sorry? pulling people from houses. And hang on, hang them. on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. <laughs> Jesus. Where, where, where have you got your evidence from that every single one of them in this massacre yeah. has, has, has thrown... I can a... be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, then, then don't say it. Then don't say, okay, I bet... I, no, hang I, on a minute, hang on a minute. John, yeah, don't, yeah. then don't say, I bet that every single one of them has thrown a petrol bomb when you don't know. No. You don't I know. Don't mean, I don't mean a the, petrol bomb, but... Well, no, you, then, the then John, John, then John, then, the then John, no, 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 John, kids, John, so John, John, then don't say a petrol bomb if you don't mean a petrol bomb. Okay, all right. It's it's not like legal jargon. It's just the... You, no. know, what I'm, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, no, you're I'm smearing 50 say, dead... You're smearing yeah. 50 dead people with your own prejudices. No, no. Some of no, whom are children... Uh, I'm not prejudiced. I don't think that. Well, you are. You've just you've just smeared them with with your own prejudice by saying, "I bet every one of those fifty people has thrown a petrol people, bomb." People who are calling these people and inviting them to go there and endangering their lives. Well, that's different. That's how about, different. How about, how about, how... That's different from from all of them throwing petrol bombs. I think this. I think the snipers that were there, they were not there to shoot innocent people. I just well, I just you don't. You so. do, well, there's your there's your prejudice. There's your prejudice. There's your prejudice coming through, and your prejudice, and that's fine. We're all prejudiced. I don't know. I don't know enough about the situation. I know that Israelis, Israeli troops, have killed innocent people in the past. I also know that Palestinians have killed innocent people in the past. I know both sides have killed innocent yep. people in the past. It could be argued, I wouldn't necessarily argue, it could be argued that, you know, when people throw bricks and petrol bombs, uh, dropping massive missiles on their, their encampments, c- that could be seen as heavy-handed. I don't know. It's not something I particularly want to get into, but you yep. can't come on and say, uh, I bet every one of those 50 people that was that was slaughtered in this massacre has thrown a petrol bomb and then say I, that you're not prejudiced. I, I actually didn't... didn't try to defend them. I just came on to understand your feeling towards the whole situation. No, you I, didn't. No, I wasn't you didn't. I wasn't trying I wasn't trying to go into the politics at all. Well you I literally mean, did with your opening line about I bet every single one of them has thrown well, thrown a petrol like, bomb. Just like you just like everybody else, when you read it so often and, and so often and, and you see there's so many people and there's never there's no end in sight. You you feel like only two people can fight. You know it takes two to tango. You feel it's, it's kind of... Uh, Hang on a minute. You just sides. started that sentence with saying, just like you, just like everybody. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. You speak for yourself, brother. You don't exactly. speak for me. You, you don't can, speak you for disagree. everybody. You, you can, yeah, yeah. Right? You, you, and, and this whole... Listen, dude, 50 people have been killed in a massacre. Yeah. Don't yeah. spout rubbish like it takes two to tango. What, what, a, what a terribly flippant phrase. No, no, no. It's, it's been going on for 30 years. It didn't happen today. Right? No, 50 people got it murdered happened. today. 50 people got murdered today. Yes, that happened today. Well, if, if somebody is throwing whatever petrol, they petrol can... Bomb, petrol and, bombs. Petrol bombs petrol that they were throwing. Bombs, just, uh, you can't just take one word John, 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 you don't know what happened there, mate. So, so well, here's, a, here's a really polite suggestion, right? Shut yeah. your mouth, stop phoning up radio stations and talking nonsense about stuff you don't know anything about. Why, why, how about that? How, how is your call... Helping the world. It's not. It's not going to happen. How is how is your how is your call going to help the world? What about the two thousand people that were injured? Were they all throwing petrol bombs? No, no. Right. It's just. It's it's just a matter of reality. No, it's not. uh, It's a matter of your reality that is couched in prejudice. Around the bushes. 
Yeah, but you know, if if you if you if, listen, if you want to pull an argument, you got it. No problem. You disagree with me all that. No, I, d- I disagree uh, with you, spouting. You want, I you disagree. Want to be realistic. No, uh, your reali- realistic. your realism is that the fi- all fifty people were throwing petrol bombs. I didn't say that. Yes, you literally, you I, literally I, said that, John. You literally. You're, wide, you're, wide, you're widening it a little bit. No, 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 John. John, I don't blame you. John, I don't blame you. Sam, put that phone down. Find the clip at the very beginning of Sam's phone call when he said uh, the fifty people that were shot were probably all throwing petrol bombs. Can you find that? It's right at the beginning of Sam's uh, of John's call. We'll find the clip, John, and we'll play it to you, mate. Of you <laughs> literally saying that. Well. You interjected in the middle of my sentence. What I was trying to say, and I, I, if, if you want the clarification, you can get it, or you can jump on me, no problem, I can take it. Believe me, I can take it. But I don't care if you're a tough guy is, or not. You're phoning up spouting prejudice nonsense about a situation I, that you don't, you don't know the specifics. You can call it prejudice to emotionally blackmail me. It won't work. I'm not emotionally blackmailing you. I'm, I'm speaking a fact. Well, you are prejudiced. Well, what I said facts was, don't work with you. What I said was they didn't look for people to kill. It's a war zone. Man, it's a war. And in a war, people get killed. People protesting get killed in Nobody wars. Nobody invited so 2,000 people to come and throw rocks and bring the children. They're, so hang on, now on. you're doing the same thing. You're doing the same thing. You're now saying that they were well, all throwing rocks? So your version of prejudice and my version of, re- of reality may have met. No, but no, no, you're, you're, yeah, 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 you're, you're prejudiced. I don't know what happened. I don't know what the Palestinians did. I don't know what the Israeli did. All I know is that 50 people died and 2,000 people were injured. John, stay there. This is exactly what you said at the start of this phone call. Play it, please, Sam. I bet that every one of them being shot has thrown a petrol bomb. They're not, like, going... There we go. John, I bet that every single one of them shot was throwing a petrol bomb. And yet you didn't say that. I'm widening out. I, I, I was I was in the middle of saying uh, a lengthy sentence. There How would you have ended the sentence, John? How would you uh, have... I'll, John, I'll, hang on. I'll I'm going to let you answer. You. I'm going to let you answer. How would you have ended the sentence that started? I bet every I'm, one let, of them let, that was shot okay, was throwing okay. a petrol bomb. End that sentence. I, I'll, I'll tell you. When, um, I, I'm, I'm sorry to bring an analogy of PlayStation. No, I don't want an analogy. I want you to end that sentence without I'll, an analogy I'll of PlayStation. I'll end it as I was intending to end it. Right? I think you ended Those it. professional snipers, I can only assume I was not there and I'm, I don't know anything about strategy, but no, I am sure that when a person is a, a single stone thrower, does not get shot with a gun. So you're, you are saying, you're standing more, by that statement that all 50 of the people that were, that were no, murdered no, 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 were petrol, throwing, petrol, throwing petrol bombs. But more involved, more involved in wider uh, danger and damage. What does that mean? What does wider danger and damage? What does wider danger and damage mean? It could be organizing. It could be organizing. It could be organizing. People get shot for organizing. Do they? It could. No. It, it, if somebody, if somebody is, is inciting violence, John, John, and, and John, John, inci- John, yeah. you, you, mate, you, you, you're a really unpleasant person. Go and phone LBC, mate. Your prejudice is not welcome here, brother. No need, no need to welcome me. No problem. Enjoy I don't, I don't welcome fanatics. you. Peace, 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 <laughs> peace. religious fanatics calling you. But yeah, I think you might be one of them. Peace be with you. Um, but but your your prejudice is, is leaves a horrible taste in my mouth. So thanks very much. Yeah, I hope you get better. Anyway, bye. Would you mean better from what? From the problems. What problems? Personal problems. That's I a, wish you better. That's a that's a, that's a weird. Macabre no, I wish you thing. better. That's why I called you. I wish you better. 
It's not why. It's not. mean to. It's not why you. I love your blog. I love your blogness. I don't know you. You don't know me. And I mean, being entertained by you, I hope you get out of your problems. That's it. All right, John. Thanks for an argument. That's it. Thanks very much for calling. Honestly, that hour of radio. Thank you, Sam. Quick fingers there. Despite being a Nickelback fan, that hour of radio. I've just. I've got no idea what happened. Am I going nuts? Someone is. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Never made it as a wise man. I couldn't cut it This is a country song. I think it is. He couldn't cut it as a wise man. Couldn't make it as a poor man stealing. There's a guy talking about how he's feeling. Sounds like someone singing a sad song. Too slow. I know this guy's young, and I think he's trying to sound old. Yeah. I liked how it went. It was kind of slow, and then you weren't expecting how it went. Oh, like, woo! And then it's rock. I like the instrument. It's like drum playing. I think that the drums are really cool. They know how to keep the beat. Not at all like me. Nickelback. My mom doesn't really like them. It's not really a sad song. It's just the way he's singing it. It's a little bit sad, and it's like when I went to the sea and me, and I got lost. I feel like it's a song like, like Broken Hearted, or he has like broken hearts, but now he knows how it feels. Something. Been disappointed before. I don't think I've ever had a broken heart, though. I think that he's singing about a girl. I'm not sure. Cause he's like, this is how you remind me and stuff. It's the way it sounds sad, but really it's not. Something about um that he was wrong about something, and she was right. I like those like kind of like fail things. They're like. <laughs> Makes me feel. Like, I need to dance. He's happy because he's screaming at me. He's screaming and he's saying, yeah. What's the message of this song? I'm remembering stuff and saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the message is you don't have to see to hear music. I feel like it would be like this this boy and then this girl, but then they they were fighting and then they got back together, and, but then they fought again and then they broke up and then the boy was sad. The girl would be leaving on, on a road <laughs> and then he would be sad. Then he would stop seeing the end. <laughs> Parts of the song, I, I imagine like a nice meadow with someone playing the guitar and singing and then someone videotaping them. I mean, like, it's a good song. I probably couldn't listen to it, like, unless, like, I had experience with it, you know? I like how it has, it just is really, you can rock your head to it. It's not, like, slow, that it's, and it's not boring. It's very interesting. I know this sounds like a good song to, like, listen, like, just with headphones on. Or like on the radio, but not like playing it all with your friends.
That's, uh, that's kids reviewing Nickelback. Uh, they're all coming out of the woodwork tonight, right? You never guess who I've just had an email from. Have a, ge- have a guess. Uh, Ken? No, 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 no. Um, Wasim. Oh, <laughs> that guy. Listen, listen to Wasim's advice. I do tune in from time to time, Ian, but just want to depart some wisdom our way. I have massive self-confidence issues, do a lot of self-loathing and have wished death upon myself many times because I don't feel like I belong anywhere. He's got Because those are my feelings as well. He's got a suggestion of how I can get rid of those feelings. When I used to call your show, I was out of work, but I'm now back in work. I began praying more regularly and am now largely at peace. You should turn to God. It's an arrogance when mankind refuses to prostrate before the Lord. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's an arrogance when religious people think that that the solution that has worked for them is going to work for everyone else. And that those people who aren't religious, you know, what he's saying here is my depression is because I don't believe in God. I believe in higher power, by the way, guys, but I don't believe in God. And and so so in some ways it's my fault. And all I've got to do is ask Jesus or Muhammad or Buddha or whoever to come and enter my uh, soul and live in me and I'll be all right. Is that what seemed he was really nasty back in the day? Was that before God? That must be before God, yeah, because yeah. now he's nice. Mm-hmm. Mo was bang out of order with you last time and totally wrong, by the way. In your opinion, my seem. I bet your response to this message will be a two-word one starting in F and ending in U. But I'm coming from a place of love in a brotherly and natural sense. No hard feelings, bro. Right. You're not my bro. Secondly, you're coming from a place of arrogance. Thirdly, you're obsessed with me, man. Just stop listening, dude. Stop listening. And that arrogance of people who think, well, religion works for me, so it it will work for you. And if you don't turn to God, you know, depression, Wasim, isn't isn't for the most part a lack of godliness. Uh, it's it's chemical. It's situational. It's um, a bit on historical things. It could be genetic. There's so many different things. So so thank you. But but no, thank you. I mean, they're all coming. Here's the thing, guys. Don't phone in and ask us how we're doing tonight. Otherwise, you will get cut off straight away. With that in mind, we go to Glenn. Good evening, Glenn. What have you got for us tonight? Ian, you give me the love vibe. Oh. You started off tonight saying you had the love vibe. Yes. And it's got more and more serious. Okay. So can we please serenade Cass? You please not. There's a song. Go on, then. Yeah. Do you remember Top Gun? Oh, God. <laughs> Go on, then. I'd like to keep it special by just leaving it in the memory, but if you insist. Well, we can have a go, me and Ian, can't we? I'm not, do- I'm not getting involved, Glenn. This is your project. It's Away you go. I just want to say this is a forced, non-consensual serenade. Yeah. You can be Maverick, or I can be Moose. Okay. Moose? <laughs> you never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips And there's no tenderness like before in your fingertips I just wanted to write in the show, Ian, it got a bit serious, mate Thank you, Glenn, much appreciated, Tutty bye I think he meant Goose, and I've not even seen the film <laughs> I want to see Moose. Let's go to Patrick. Good evening, Patrick. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Very well, thank you. Oh, thank you very much for playing my song. Oh, it's uh, Patrick! The show. It's Patrick. We played Patrick's song on Friday night, I think. Catherine, it's Patrick. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. Acre Acre Lane Nights. Yes, thank you very much. We got very nervous because the way you sing Fox, 
And don't say it, because you'll get us in trouble. But the way you sing fox sounds like a very naughty word. <laughs> you might want to work on your enunciation, darling. <laughs> yes, we definitely will, will Ian. Thank That's you. That's a tremendous suggestion, you know. Again, it's like a, a little bit of that uh, Americana accent. Yes. Yeah, well, you've got, you got a great accent. Whereabouts in the States are you from, Pat? Uh, well, I, I grew up in uh, the New York, uh, New England area. Oh. But the nature of uh, my work, you know, brought me all over the United States and and the world, for that matter. And here we are in the center of the music universe, yes. London. London <laughs> London is the center of the music universe? Well, I think so. <laughs> well, well, well. And how is how is the uh, music business? Because you give off New York surprised me. Because you give off like a Californian laid back vibe, man. You got like that kind of surfer dude attitude. I thought you were an old head from San Francisco or somewhere. <laughs> I spent a couple of years in San Francisco. There we go. There a few we go. Years in LA. Up at, up know, at the uh, up at the height. It, yes, yes, uh, hanging out up at the Ashbury, you know, having some good times. Of course you did, man. Dropping a few tabs yeah. every now and then, checking in with God, <laughs> just checking in to see what condition your condition was in. Uh, yeah, and holding on like the big brother in the holding company. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and the band, uh, my band, uh, Blue Temper, uh, they all wanted to say, it was fantastic meeting you down at uh, Map they, you know, Studios. They were nice. And, they were uh, nice guys. I'm sorry I didn't get to say goodbye to you properly. Um, here's, can I ask you a question? Right, you are of a. You're a vintage. You're of a vintage, right? And they're all right. thrusting, sprightly young men. How do? How did you persuade? You know, such a young, good-looking. I mean, you're a good-looking fella as well. But how did you persuade such a a, a, a bunch of kids to be your backing band, Patrick? That's brilliant on your part. Well, one of the things that I do is that uh, I'm a performance poet, and oh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of the you know yeah, young musicians and stuff they really like my poetry, and then I get the opportunity to work with some bands. Uh, one of them, uh, notably Breton. Sadly, they've broken up, oh. and then the Fat White Family. You know, uh, working with them yeah. during their introductions uh, or opening, you know, for their shows and stuff. You know, I developed a little reputation as a performance poet, as an MC, and, and things like that. And it's going well, is it, man? You're, you're having fun and, and you're getting gigs and you're, you're, do, you're, you're living the dream. I am. That's all we can and, ask for. Uh, oh, it was great. And one night I was doing a performance in the windmill, Brixton, oh, uh, oh yeah, the music venue, yeah, and uh, a young man, you know, uh, the bass player uh, Dylan Jones, yeah. you know, he came up to me. He goes, "Oh, I really like you know what you've been doing. Oh, I've seen so. some of your videos." He goes, "Do you need a bass player?" Oh, that's great. Yeah, and I looked at him. I said, "Yeah, you know, a piano player." <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's how it started. Beautiful. I met Dylan first, and then I met Josh, and I had known Nathan, uh, my, the other keyboard player, yeah. for a number of years, and uh, and then we, we met Harry Ling through uh, Dylan and Josh, and uh, myself, Nathan, Harry. Are you jogging Josh, on the spot? And Dylan, we put together a band. 
Well, there you go. Are you jogging on the spot, Patrick? It sounds like you're you're involved in some vigorous exercise. Are you beating an egg? No, no. Uh, I've already done the cooking. Oh. Uh, now I'm just relaxing. But actually, I'm pacing. Oh, OK. All right. Because it sounded like something was flapping about. And I could hear you getting out of breath. I thought, is he, is he, is he beating one off? Is he beating an egg off? In the so it sounds like he's, he's, he's making a meringue while he's talking to us. <laughs> That's what I thought. Is that, people do. People do cook while they're talking to us, don't they? People do all yeah. kinds of things. Well, oh, I, I've done it myself on the phone. Uh, put it on speakerphone and work away in the kitchen. No, <laughs> he said uh, work. My, my my voice has been a little taxed from uh, you know two rehearsals this week and 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 two gigs. Yeah, oh, and right, Saturday yeah. night. And it was fantastic. And, oh, you know, we did a 45-minute set and really pushed out the boat. And hey, can I ask you a question? Because for those who don't know, but yeah. we, we should have said this at the start, but, but Catherine and I met Patrick when we went to Rainbow George's do about a month ago in, in Camden. And re- really nice night. I got sat in this tiny place, so I ended up sitting down next to Patrick. We had a bit of a chat, and then he got up and performed. And we, we kind of left halfway through because it was, you know, late and kids and stuff. But who were those t- hot young women that were really, really dancing in a very sexualized way in front of you. Does that? Do, did you know them? Does that kind of thing happen oh, a lot? Oh yes, yes, yes. I, I know both of them. Uh, wow. uh, one of them is uh, Nathan's girlfriend. Okay, okay. And the other one is uh, an artist uh, friend of mine that I did an exhibition for. Wow. Uh, for her, for her leaving uh, uh, thing for okay. uni. Okay. Oh, they were. They were. They were great. Most of them. Most of those, excuse me, most of those young people who, you know, were there at the event, you know, they all came to see us and and meet George because uh, they find him kind of fascinating. Hey, listen, Patrick, is there a way, if people, listen, we've got to move on, is there there a website that people can go to and check out your music and your poetry? Yes, it's uh, uh, Patrick Lyons, me, you, Blue Temper, at Bandcamp dot com. Okay, well there we'll find it. Patrick, it's a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Thank you so much for calling in. We will speak again soon. Oh three four four. I like Patrick. A nice bloke. Really nice bloke. Um really good you know what I mean about that kind of California I knew we'd been to San Fran. That Californian kind of vibe, but very upbeat, very positive. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um Bobby says, why not try religion Ian? You can't really comment if you're too arrogant to try it. Well, thank you, Bobby, for, for your arrogance, for assuming that I haven't tried it, Bobby. It's very arrogant of you to assume that I haven't tried it. But, you know, I find a lot of religious people are arrogant, Bobby. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Um, you can listen to Talk Radio on DAB, download the app, and um, go to talkradio.co.uk. Sad hearing James Whale on um, Eamon's show early on. Mrs Whale died um, a few days ago. It's um, sad hearing James on the uh, on Eamon there. And, um, um, you know, he, he won't be listening to this, but maybe if we send some energy out, it might go his way. I've, you know, I've, I've been speaking to him a little bit, just on text over the weekend, because I don't want to get in the way, but I also want him to know that you and I are thinking about him as we are, because it's 
horribly sad. So, uh, lots of love, James. And, um, you know, thinking of you, big man. Um, you can watch the show tonight if you go to youtube.com slash Ian Lee. Click on the live link. You can join in all the fun and banter there. 0344 499 is the telephone. Oh! I'm... No! What's the matter? I knew this would happen. Right. So, I've been let down a lot by American television, right? I remember Invasion. Do you ever watch Invasion? Invasion was great. A series about these pods that had landed in underwater and they were aliens and it turned out the copper was an alien and the sheriff and all of that stuff. And I, and I remember I had it all on Sky Plus and I did the whole series in two days when I had the flu. I was off work. I did the whole series in two days. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Cancelled after one season. So I don't know what happened. And then, of course, Lost. Lost. I don't want to dwell on Lost too much because I invested six years of my life into that. I got paid as well. I went to Hawaii. I met the cast. I interviewed the crew, um, the director, Jack Bender, all these people. And uh, the last 20 minutes was a Mickey take. Let us down. The ending of the reboot of Battlestar Galactica was rubbish. Um, the ending of se- the penultimate season of Fringe was rubbish. And then the whole last season of Fringe was rubbish. So I'd given up on American television. I've given up. I've not really watched anything since Fringe, right? And that was three years ago, maybe four years ago. I've given up because it's just, it, it, I've been let down too much. And like someone who's, who's been brokenhearted and has, 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 has sworn never to get into a relationship again, something caught my eye and it smiled at me coyly and it just fired off things that I thought I'd, I'd locked away for good. And I started flirting with an American television show. Started flirting. After episode one, I was head over heels in love. Sucker totally sucked in i was in love i was thinking about buying a house buying a ring proposing to it i was on here saying it was the next big big thing the crossing uh you introduced it to your audience introduced it to the audience recommended it to sam over there tweeted about it was starting to tweet some of the people in it see if we can get them on the show six episodes in they've cancelled it they've just cancelled it six people come People get washed up on a book which they're refugees from 250 years in the future. They've cancelled it. I've, I've, I did six episodes in a day. Screw you, Crossing. Screw you, American Television. Screw you. Screw you. Screw you. Is all I can say. I've been betrayed. I've been let down. And uh, it will never, it will never happen again. Lena's on the line. Good evening, Lena. You've lost that loving feeling. Oh, that loving feeling. Is this Glenn again? Yes. Right, thanks very much indeed. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes, spelt Y I double S. Even I said that Sammy, well, I don't think so. Yeah. What? He's a master of disguise, it appears. Andre? Moose. <laughs> Sam sucks on the screen. I spoke to a woman. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he's using decoys now. He's using decoys. Okay. Um, what's Lee, Lee the second doing now? I don't know. I blocked him. Oh, I blocked him a lifetime ago. Yeah. What is going on with people? He's having a go about um, Lacey. Um, um, 
Oh, God. Jesus. I know if I called him out, he'd apologise to me, but I just can't be bothered. What's this? Hi, Ian. Um, I have a one-bedroom flat in Forest Gate, nicely furnished, starting on the 27th of May. I have to be in Rotterdam for two weeks, filming, then on to Trapiana region of Sicily for another nine-day shoot. No rent. Call me on this number if you need to. Simon, that's that's the very... It says a little bit of stuff there that I won't say. That's a very, very generous offer, Simon. Very generous offer. Um, I'm all right. Um, and you and you may be a murderer. Let's let's not beat around the bush. He may want to beat around my bush. I haven't got a bush anymore. God. Um, I haven't. And it's been a bushfire. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a fire. Slash and burn. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It does burn it, a bit, doesn't it? It. It's all right. It's a little bit itchy, but it's an itchy. It's an itchiness that makes you think you're alive. And I need that. So thank you, Simon. That's very, very kind of you, mate. But I'm going to pass. Andre, don't ask us how we, we are. We could sublet. Otherwise, we will cut you off. Squatters' rights. Yes, uh, Andre. Hi, Hi, Cass. Good evening, Andre. What do you have for us tonight? Well, what I'd like, really, is you and Cass to ask how I am. Well, that's all right. you're drunk. No, I'm not. Okay, Andre, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. That's great. Thanks uh, so much for calling. I, I was mean, hoping he's going to cut us off. So I'm bringing sideburns back. Right. Oh yeah. Bit nineties, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I like that. How long? Okay. How long are you planning? Is that is that as That's as long as they're going to go? Okay. They're down to the top, of, just above to, to the bottom of the ear canal. Okay. I did notice that. Yeah. Yeah. They're all right, aren't they? Yeah. I'm bringing them back. Beard's gone. Our kids keep asking when the beard's coming back. Sorry, guys. They miss the beard. Yeah, they do miss the beard. Every time I, I hadn't shaved for about a week and I saw them yesterday. Is the beard coming back? No. Sorry, guys. My kids are the same with mine. They get over it. Um, um, I feel strange to ask when the pubic hair is coming back. But <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we were playing the Naked Cowboy at the weekend. Now, Th- that doesn't sound any better. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I'm bringing sideburns back. I'm bringing yeah. sideburns. I'm, and I'm going to be the trendsetter this time. I'm, beards are out. Beards are out, guys. I'm like, I'm going to grow a beard again at some point. Because I keep looking at pictures of it and going, oh, I look, well, actually, I look hot in a beard. But, um, but, but beards are out. And, and, and mark my words, I'm the first one to spot this, this, uh, this trend, this trend twist. So, mm. so well, you're all about pruning these days, aren't you? Hey, here's yeah. something for you, dear listener. Um, right. Uh, um, Hang on a second. I am all about pruning, Catherine. Yes. You think you're being clever and smart. I don't know. I, th- I think that you get, you've got the bug for uh, manscaping. Um, right. Okay. Now, here's the thing, right? We... Do you use the same clippers? No, I don't use clippers on, on, on stubble. I shave. No, on your um, sideies. No, I shave. Okay. Just checking. Well, look, well, even if I did, so what? It's just hair. It's just hair. My penis it's like is... rubbing your own balls on your face. You you'd love to have my balls rubbed on your face. Oh that crossed God, the line. That's, that's, that crossed the line. That's tribunal time. That crossed the, even by my standards. I would like to put my hand up and don't say, don't put your hand anywhere near me. No, I would like to say that was out of order. But my balls are probably the cleanest part of my body. Oh God, I don't like the way you say probably. Well, which one they are? They get a good old lathering, <laughs> and then I have a shower. Um. So. Here's, here's a funny thing that Kath spotted. We were sat outside tonight. Wait, In unrelated news, by the way. Waiting for a cab to take us to go and see this movie, Beast. And George Galloway pulled up. The lovely George Galloway, right? 
Uh, it's got a big old car. Bulletproof, probably, I'd imagine. It's got a lot of children. And Kath said, what's that in his car? And I said, I, well, I don't know. We, we had to go off. Uh, first of all, I thought it would be a... Fanny. But... Um, but so we went and we came back and Kath looked in the car window. Of course I did, I'm nosy. And she went, yeah, I thought so. And what did you see? His air freshener has got a picture of himself on it. He's got a George Galloway air freshener. It says Galloway for London Mayor. And I said, and I wasn't trying to be bitchy, but it sounds nasty. Maybe he's got a job lot. Surely the scent will have worn off that one by now. A George, George Galloway. This is a story for the sun. George Galloway has a George Galloway air freshener in his car. I bet it smells of himself. <laughs> it was, well, the thing is, that wouldn't be a bad he thing. He smells great. He's a, he's a very fragrant gentleman. Him and Ozzy Osbourne are the two nicest smelling people I've ever had the pleasure to sit in a room with. You know, he smells a very stylish man, is George. But I, I don't think I could have an Ian Lee air freshener in my car i mean it's an oxymoron really that isn't that's it? that when i when i once i look up that word it's got moron in it and oxy and oxy of course is oxy cute is a spot relief mm. and moron is root. so once okay. i've looked up that word it probably means stupid spots you'll be in trouble until then you're uh Fine. there we go oh three four four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call this is the late night alternative on talk radio Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So I'm talking about how TV has betrayed me, right? So now people are recommending TV shows I should watch. Listen to this from Paula. Paula means well, but she's obviously a lunatic. You need to watch Lucifer. I've heard that's good. It's really good, but we're currently in... A hashtag save Lucifer campaign. So, they're act- she's she's recommending a show that's being axed. It's endangered, yes. Flipping heck, man. Stop it. If I ever watch a show again, it'll be a sh- complete show that is, 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 is finished several years hence, uh, thence, and is, has a beginning as an ending. What, like Lost? Well, like Lost, but without a shit rubbish ending. <laughs> He looks at the he looks at the post-it that says "Do not effing swear." Yeah, well, I've, I'm trying I'm trying to live up to it. I'm trying to live up to it because 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 we have a lot. I've realised this is what I've realised. I have realised that um, a lot of young people, by young people, I mean like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen-year-olds, mm. listen to this show, man. Illegally, yeah. What's, that, what's, what's illegal? What do you mean illegally? I like that. It makes it sound more rock and roll. Okay, yeah, yeah. They listen. They listen to. In bed listening to an old man oh. talking about his balls. Okay, okay. Oh, that's actually useful life advice. <laughs> that I'm giving them. Um, but th- but <laughs> all their dads have blunt razors. Please, mate, stop talking about children shaving their testicles. Right? <laughs> I wasn't. You talking about teenagers? I would say thirteen is. is... All right, moving on. So, so, I, so I'm really doing my best to to. Up to, to UMG. Up my game. <laughs> what UMG stands for? UMG. Up my game. P-M-A. Mm. You piss me off. <laughs> no. Piss me off. Is that really what you were spelling out? Piss me off. No, positive mental, mental attitude, attitude, like the advert. Yeah. So what I'm doing, what I want to do is I want to be, in, be inspirational to the to the youth to the young people I think you should just leave it alone mate no 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 um so can i just say this to any 
can I I'd say this to the, to this camera because what we'll do is we'll put this we'll upload this as a gif and you can you can share this Hang on, on Can on. I just take the time 11:33 yeah. This is for you can upload the, young people you can upload this and you can WhatsApp it, Snapchat it, and um, Snapchat. Bebo it. You can do all of that stuff with this. This clip is for you. Be, be quiet, old lady. Be quiet. Younger than be you. quiet, old lady. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet, mom. Be quiet, square. Be be quiet, grandma. Your, your dungarees getting a twist. Yeah. Did you, did you put your um? Did you put your um? Not a basque. What do wow. they call it? A, just stop what, talking. The thing? Just stop. Did you put your? Did you put your? Um, don't forget to cover your ankles, Victorian lady. So this is for you. This is for the young people, the thirteen, fourteen, fifteen-year-olds that listen to this show. My name is Ian Lee, and I know a lot of you look up to me as um, uh, as an inspiration uh, in terms of mental health, in terms of education, in terms of of witty banter, in terms of memes. In terms of uh, gaming, love gaming. In terms of in terms of life. In terms of what you hope you can be when you get old, like me. Okay, because I'm still with it. I've still got it. I'm still hip. Um, not like your parents who are uh, squares, or your your teachers who uh, are asses. Oh, stop! Please. So, what I would like to say to you is, I am going to um, UMG. PMA. I'm going to up my game with a UMG WAPMA. I'm going to up my game with a positive mental attitude. Hashtag. Uh, you, you can start sharing this. Hashtag UMG WAPMA. Hashtag, do it with the hashtag, please, and 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 tag me in it. And and I'm going to do that for you. And that means no swearing on this show, no uh, no smutty innuendo. From now on, it's going to be sophisticated. It's going to be a sophisticated show for the youth. Okay, so that's that's that. And ignore her. I'm working on I'm working on um, I'm working on uh, silencing her forever because her her every time she comes in the room, it's just like cobwebs and copies of Women's Own everywhere. <laughs> That's what that is. So I'm working on that. I'm working on that. And hopefully next week on the show, we are going to get um, two of the original members of New Kids on the Block for you. Which ones? Uh, Justin and uh, just, uh, Justin and Jason. So 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. And if you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. I really liked uh, Jason. Hey, I played a great game at the weekend. Have you played this game, I Am Bread? Oh, it's nuts, man. It's only four quid or something like that. I was, bo- I was bored of Overwatch, bored of playing with idiots on Monopoly. <coughs> so I got this game, you, you and your kids. Oh, they they oh, they oh, wipe the floor with you. Shut up, man. I beat you. It's vid- I've got video evidence of me beating you. So don't even give me that. You were recording my kids. Oh no, I didn't record that. But um, but anyway, it's, 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 well, I have it. Yeah. Oh. So I haven't got video evidence, but you know that's a lie. What, what? you've just said. I've I, I beat. I won that game. Okay. Right. Well, you you say that, but okay. So I'm calling some children lies. Okay. Well, I'm going to record the next game, and, and I will share it if I have to. So, uh, but I got this game. I am bread. Right. It's like four quid. Right. And basically, what it is is you're a, you're a slice of bread, and you have you have this desire to be toasted. Right. So level one, you're in the kitchen. You will get from the table 
to the toaster, which is way on the other side of the kitchen. If you touch the floor, you get dirty, and it gets dirty. If you get too dirty, the game is over. You've got to start again. But then there's like this weird thing where you get this special cream that makes you invincible to dirt, which is what, good. Like butter? No, it's not butter. The butter, the butter doesn't do it. It's this magic thing, which is good because I kept falling. The, the toaster is right by the cat litter tray, and I kept falling in that cat litter tray. It's really hard. So you've got to flip the bread over, flip the bread over. Bread has to climb up, as you've all seen bread climbing up in the thing. And I, I was playing that, and I was streaming it online, and I had the biggest audience I've ever had. 86 people were watching me playing as a loaf of a slice of bread. Got to the second level, I couldn't do it. Because you've got to go, you've then got, got to do, you've either got to explode the TV to cook yourself on the TV explosion. As someone on YouTube said, mmm, that, that exploding TV toast, there's no taste quite like it. Or you've got to make it to the um, electric fire and do it. And it, I, I must admit, I found the controls were doing my head in. It's doing my head in. Who writes these games? It sounds like an infuriating game. Well, it, was, it was infuriating, but it was good. Also, food prep yeah. should not be like that. No, it was, it was, it was in our fun. I'm going to have another crack at that. I might have a crack at that tonight. Or what I will have a crack at tonight is um, Worms Armageddon. I've just downloaded I've not played Worms for ages. I love a bit of Worms. Exploding sheep. Get Worms. 20 quid? Jog on. It's a... Mate, it's an absolute classic. Unless, hang on, Sam's going to type on the screen that he's got it and he's going to lend it to you. Is he? No. Is he? Well, miserable. Not after what we said about Nickelback. All right, I'm going to, I bet I can buy Worms Armageddon. I'm going to buy it for you. Thank you. Oh. Oh, I am actually going to buy it for you. (laughs) I ain't buying it. Yeah, I'm trying to buy. If you want me to play Worms with you, then you're going to have to provide the Worms. I'm trying to buy a house and you want, and I bought, I don't know if, I bought a lady an online shop last week and now you're by me me. okay right let's let's just go to the adverts now (laughs) the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio the thing i hate most about you (laughs) is your inability to operate the camera on playstation games i've never had to do it before i'm still getting the hang of it well you've been playing tomb raider for ages get the get the hang of it rob reminder to all our callers tonight oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand please don't ask how me and Catherine are you'll get cut off good evening rob what have you got for us tonight Good evening, guys. Rob, what have you got? I was just going to uh, bring in and say, when you were talking about the uh, teenagers that were listening yes. illegally, yes, that was me. That was me when I was listening to James Whale as a kid. Yeah, me. Oh, oh, look, you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. When he used to broadcast up in Lancashire on uh, Red Rose Rock FM. Red Rose, I'm... I'm James Whale, and this is Red Rose Rack FM. You ain't seen nothing yet. Yay. Um, where where would that where would that have been, Robin? Settled. When was that? In the eighties? Uh, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing I admire about James is how he's found an act that works, and f- for the last forty-five years, he has stuck to it. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> he's good. I used to listen to James on. I, I listened to James when he was on talk. I used. I, I did used to listen to James a lot when he was on talk. Yeah, and I'd just like to, uh, if he's listening, extend my condolences to him at this time as well. Yeah, well, I, I, do you know what? I'm sure he's not listening, but I do think that. But you know, we send out positive energy, and I'm sure it get it will get to him one way or another. It's very sad, isn't it? Very sad. It is. It is. And I'd also like to understand who this new character is in Top Gun called Moose. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he has better luck than Goose. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it, though? Isn't it? I mean, the state... Rob, I don't know how often you listen to this show, right? But 
the state of it tonight. I have got no idea what is going on with 99% of the... You, in fact, you're the first sensible-sounding person we've had on, and we, we're over halfway through the show. I've just been listening in awe of the, the quality of the listeners tonight, mate, and it's just, just been blowing me away. Well, uh, th- th- Rob, listen, you're a good man. Have a safe journey, and thanks for calling. Cheers, guys. Ta-ta, bye-bye. Bye. Um, he just R-T-G'd. Raise the game. Mick! Hello! Hello, Mick, what you got for us? I've got a very smelly clutch. Oh, Thanks gosh. very much indeed. So, right, if the kids are listening illegally, it's probably time to go to Betty Buys now, the little ones, because uh, it's about to get a little bit, a uh, little bit blue. This is for the, this is for the dads. Randy, um, 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 mums. Uh, uh, Randy couple take on month-long sex challenge. Randy. 30, well, they're only using the paper. 30 lays in 30 days. We need some... Uh, That's not a challenge, is it? We need some sexy music. Hang on, let's get some sexy music. Yeah, uh, yeah of course it is. Sexy music. Let's get some... Uh, uh, here we go. Here we go. So let's get this. Here we go. <laughs> There we go. It's going to be a bit horny. This is the horny section, the erection section of the show, which is a new feature we're introducing, which is a bit weird after I guess we've got kids listening. Swinging from the chandeliers. Chandeliers? Chandeliers. Ah. Suddenly sounds lazy compared to the latest bedroom craze. The 30-day sex challenge. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was posted online by an anonymous couple... Where's the sexy music going? Who came up with the idea as a way of keeping their love life fresh. It includes, involves carrying out a saucy task, such as trying out a new position each day for a month. (laughs) Saucy. And some readers... Sorry? What What did he just say? No, no, no. What just flowed through his soul? Little pisses, I think. I don't want that. Let's try this. (laughs) There we go. This this is more like it. This is more like it. Oh my god. There we go. This is more like it. Same song, isn't it? There we go. This is it. Itzel Anaya, 31, and Dylan Bennett, 37, agreed to try it out. I think Dylan's played a blinder there. <laughs> the couple from Bristol, well, she certainly is. Oh, she's got large breasts, everyone. Have been married for seven years. Barmaid Itzel admits their lovemaking had been cut back to once or twice a week and became a bit monotonous. But the challenge changed all that. Fritzel Itzel explained... From Brazil. I'm from Brazil. Has added a bit of sparkle and kink to our sex life. I reckon now we have sex at least three times a week. Builder Dylan added, I like that we explored new things and it brought us closer. I'd recommend it. Maybe not the bum stuff. (laughs) Here, Emma Pietras shares the diary of their steamy month. Okay, so we've got we've got a month. Day one. Task. Have sex Take at your a, socks off. Have, <laughs> have sex at a time other than before bed. Itzel says we that's the lady. That's the lady. We were in a rush as we were due to travel up north, and my mind was more into packing my bag and being late than the sex itself. So many euphemisms. Not the best start to the challenge. Oh, she's too busy. Day two, task. Bra- oh, what, what happened? That was it. 
They did it, but she was uh, she, she was she was focused on the journey. Mm-hmm. Browse a list of book, browse a list or book of sex positions, or watch a Karma Sutra video together. Pick new positions to try. Dylan says, "We went online to read a Cosmo article. <laughs> We've never looked at anything like this together." Says the couple pictured in their pants and stockings. So it was an interesting experience. It gave us some inspiration. Day three, have sex twice in a day. Oh, not a chance, mate. <laughs> Dylan says, we only managed to have sex once because we were both exhausted. They're not putting their backs into this, are they? It's all works nights and I work during the day, so things can be hectic. We tried again a different day. Round one was a quickie in the morning, but sadly, round two was interrupted. Bye. This is weird. Task day four. Task read erotica before bedtime. Oh God, don't. That's going to really turn you off. This music is. is, is, is uh, there we go. This one's called. This one's called music for sex. There's a picture of a lady bum. There we go. There we go. This, this is it. This is music it. for sex. No. Um, anyway, I've got to find some sexy music. Be uh, well. Uh, right, okay, I think we, okay, this should do it. Right, here we go. So, there we go. Well, that's better. Day four task read erotica before bedtime. Itzel says the sex was really nice. I like it when Dylan takes his time. I hate rushing. This was soft and slow. I suggest that they've um, they've got a problem in their relationship. Yeah, the, the problem is they're telling they're telling the son about it. <laughs> Day five, task have sex in the shower. Dylan says we were a little anxious about falling over, but we did manage to finish Hang off. Hang on. What the... They've never done that before. They've been married for seven years. Have you done it? <laughs> Day six, full task, full body massage before initiating sex. Dylan says I enjoyed the massage very much, and actually I was in need of one. But fell asleep and there I was a... no sex. I had a great night and was satisfied. Oh, there we go. Um... Day seven, quickie, take ten minutes or less. Itzel says, there was lots of teasing between the two of us throughout this whole day, so when it came to having sex, I was in the mood and managed to get there after just ten minutes. I wouldn't classify that as a quickie, would you? God, this goes on and on. Day eight. (laughs) Ten minutes, I mean, how many times do you do it? Task, road trip, drive somewhere quiet, park, make out, and have sex in the car. (gasps) Itzel says, we skipped this and did it out of order instead at the end of the challenge when the timing was better. We drove to a woodland nearby and waiting really added to the excitement. I hate the cold and while it's not exactly sexy, I have to admit I kept my socks on. <laughs> Gosh. Here we go. Task. Day nine. Task. Have sex while seated on chair or sofa. Task? Again, they've been married for seven years. What have they been doing? Itzel says, the rules allow each of us to veto one task, and I vetoed this. As I'd have died of embarrassment explaining to our live-in landlady why we needed to borrow a chair. Oh, OK. <laughs> We're still, if she'd have found him on the sofa. Day 10, sensual oil massage before sex. Day 11, here we go. Blowies and lick licks. No! Task, oral sex only. Oh, right. Dylan says, up until about a year ago, receiving oral sex was a very rare and special treat. Oh, my God. I thoroughly enjoyed it and fell asleep with a big smile on my face. You don't well, know what she, You don't want to know what she had on her face. Oh, Ian. Ta- day 12, let her dominate. 
Day 13, she brings him to orgasm using the body only. Day 14, find a new place in the home for sex. Well, tricky. It's the landlady's landladies in. We we waited until 10 10 p.m. and sneaked downstairs playing to have sex in the shed. (laughs) But it was too cold for Itzel. So instead, we had sex in the conservatory and kept the lights off so the neighbours couldn't see. God. Day 15, task. Each partner brings self to an orgasm. Dylan said, Itzel had an orgasm while I was at work. (laughs) So what's new? And told me the details. (laughs) This got me excited, so I had my orgasm just after Itzel left work. Yep, again. Day 16, Karma Sutra again. Day 17, Toys. Day 18, watch porn together. (laughs) Dylan says, we've never watched porn together before, as it just isn't for us. We changed to a different video online about ten times. There's nothing really gripped us. But we couldn't find anything that did it for us, and so eventually we turned it off. Um, Day 19, sex without intercourse. Um, Day 20... Share fantasies with each other during the day by email. These two are the least sexy couple Dylan, I've ever had the displeasure of showing a mild interest Dylan in. says, we swapped emails while I was at work and it was definitely a real turn-on. Turned out my fantasies were a lot more graphic than Itzel's. God. Um, day 21, visit a sex shop. We cheated slightly as by the time we got together, together the shops had closed, so we went online. <laughs> Then they're really taking the spirit this day. Day 22, he brings her to orgasm without intercourse. 23, take a breather from the list and enjoy a night of just sex. (laughs) Day 24, sex game with three dice labelled with body parts, action and who performs them. God. Day 25, have slowed down sex. Haven't they done that before? Dylan says, slow sex is always a winner with Itzel, as it takes her ages to get turned on. Yes, I think I might know why. We had sex with me on top, then swap positions. I was very satisfied. And how was she? (laughs) Asleep. Day 26, let him dominate. Day 27. Dinner out with under-the-table touching. Itzel says it was quite difficult to reach the right places under the table. (laughs) And Dylan kept pulling faces, which put me off. I'm hearing a lot of excuses from these two. A lot. Day 28, multiple orgasm day. Itzel says, this worked well for Dylan, but sometimes I just can't reach a second orgasm. This is one of those occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, day 29, flip a coin to pick a dominant partner. <laughs> Say, do what you want to me. God. Um, day 30, bum fun. <laughs> no. Day 30, stay up all night or as long as you can having sex. All night, right? Itzel says, it was very late when we started as we'd been to a wedding. Excuses. We managed 25 minutes before crashing out. Wow. Day 31, divorce. <laughs> Why? That's a strange, that's a very well, strange old... Um, God, very boring list. <laughs> it's not exactly the most... Um... It's like the opposite of an advent calendar. <laughs> <laughs> no one was coming. Uh, we have another hour of... Uh... Come on, mate, that's disrespectful to Jesus. <laughs> There's your second off, Com. And I'm going to be the one filing it. 
Uh, we have another hour to go. The switchboard is empty. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. I know some people get nervous phoning the show, thinking they have to have an act or something to say. The last two hours, nobody has. It's been the weirdest first two hours of the week I've ever done. 0344-499-1000. The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Last hour to go. We are here. I'm Ian Lee. This is Catherine Boyle. We're here Monday to Friday on Talk Radio, ten o'clock at night till one in the morning. There is also podcasts. Uh, we had a, 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 a Lacey call yeah. come up now. Um, can you tweet the link? Link and I'll retweet it. That we had a pretty amazing call on Friday from uh, from um, a, a poor soul in trouble who was uh, hungry and his benefits were all screwed up and uh, stuff like that. It was. Um, uh, it was it was it was pretty. It got uncomfortable. So it got uncomfortable for me um, when she asked if I could do an online shop for her. It did get uncomfortable because I didn't know what to what to say or do. But uh, it, it's it's well worth a listen. And um, uh, we'll, we'll, you can get the podcast. You've been speaking to. You've had some positive feedback from the MP, haven't you? Yeah, I have um, Greg Clark MP is Lacey's MP, <clears throat> and uh, I wrote to. I sent them sent an email to him and various other organisations after the show on Friday night, Saturday morning. And I got a really uh, favourable message from his secretary this morning saying that we've listened to it, we're going to give her a call and see what we can do to help. Also, similar message uh, from the British Lund Foundation because obviously she's um, struggling with COPD. So they're going to look at it as well. Because unfortunately, I don't think it's the first time they've heard of something like this with that condition. It, it It was an amazing call. Uh, and it was it was amazing because very rarely do we get to hear okay very rarely do I get to speak to people who really are as desperate as that and she was desperate and it was um it's uncomfortable listening but I, I think it's pretty important and you know it was um um she loves dove soap that much we know <laughs> much we know uh, you can give us a call about anything you want tonight, 03444991000. Please don't ask us how we are. We will cut you off just for tonight. It's just, just trying out something, trialling uh, a little something. Good evening, Stephen. Oh, hello, Ian. You all right? Hello, Kath. OK. So, um, there we go. Um, I did say. I did say, didn't I? Yeah. That was mean, though, wasn't it? It was mean. He said all right. He didn't say, are you all right, didn't he? Sam, you're the adjudicator on this one. You southern people use that he, as a kind of listening. hello. He wasn't listening. He was thinking about uh, Kurt Steimer from Nickelback. Also, I've got to point out that um, with uh, Patrick, you allowed him to ask how we were. OK. I couldn't understand his accent. What did what did that caller say to us? He definitely asked if you're all right. Said you're all right? Yeah. That's, that's not that's... how are you, is it? All right well, is no, a southern way of still, saying hello. That still requires an answer. All right, well, it's, it's unusual for me to be uh, the soft-hearted minute. one. Hang on a minute. I know his taste in music is flawed. But he's spot on then. So, so right, he said, are you all right? Yeah. Right. So what questions in your little little unicorn? He didn't say, how are you? So, so the only question... I think you lot... I'm, I'm, keep that up, Sam. Right. I don't mind that. I don't mind you that. You southern, southern types say all right for hello, don't you? You all right? You all right? You're not yeah, actually but, asking. No, because it's still, it's still asking for an answer. Is it, though? 
Right. Put that and post it back. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Right. He's there. He's just called. He's just called back. Right. Hang on. I'm going to call him back. I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him. We've got to sort this out. Keep your microphone open, Sam, because you are impartial where she is. Um, partial. Hello. Partial knob. Stephen. All I said was hello. I did what whoa, I did. Stephen, you, if you if there's any chance of this phone call working, you've got you've got to be honest. Get the clip, Sam. You've got to be honest, right? What, yeah. What did you say? What? What? Turn the radio off. Right, you're on the air now. Sorry, yeah, sorry, I didn't expect you to call me back. Yeah, go on. No, well, that's right. Yeah, what? No, go on. This is going to go well. So, what did you say in the previous phone call? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, look, I was going to apologise for the F-bomb. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hang oh, on a minute. Whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. What F-bomb? What yeah, I don't know what's going on here. I didn't expect you to call me back. Oh, what, well, you, right. We're, so, we've got a rule tonight. Right. Yeah, tell me the rule and I can abide by it. Right. The, the, well, this is it. Right. The, the, the rule, you may have broken the rule already. What is the rule? You are I can't not. break a rule if I don't know it. Well, hang on a minute. That's not true. Well, there's what, yeah, no. Tell me the rule. Yeah, yeah. Because you can go. You, people get arrested in foreign countries. Yeah, for I stuff. know. You can't plead ignorance anymore. No. Yeah, I understand that. No. Okay. So the rule is. Right. Yeah. You can't. No one can ask me and Catherine how we are. I didn't say that. I said hello. No, you did. You, but you said more than that. You got the clip, Sam. For, before you can. Right. You've got a chance oh, yeah. to... Oh, did I break the wall before I even knew it? And did I say something that I didn't even recognise? Okay, Confess. Okay, yeah, play, play the clip, yeah. Confess. Confess. Confess, Stephen. Well, tell me what the rule. I can't confess. I told you the rule! You're not allowed to ask how me and Catherine are! I haven't yet. You... Confess. Confess to something right, right. I haven't be, done. Right, right, be, be quiet. This, right. Play the clip, Sam. Oh, hello, Ian. You all right? Hello, there, right, stop. Oh, I did as well, didn't I? I yeah, didn't, you did. I didn't even knowing. Yeah, you I did. did. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, put the phone down. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I broke the rule. Sugar. Right. I think you should anyway. <laughs> I said that without even knowing. It's just uh, something that people say, uh, in it? It's like, oh, wow. It's like so many people yeah. say that I'm sorry. Yeah, and they don't mean Without it. actually being sorry. No, exactly. Um, it's, it's yeah, our, yeah, our, yeah. I our, didn't even know that I said you were right. Wow, I didn't even know that I said that. I just thought I said, hello, Ian. Oh. Hello, Kath. Okay, well, do you know what? I was what? just about St- to say it again. I was just, it's just the, something that people say, isn't it? Stephen is teaching us a very valuable lesson, right? And that lesson is that some people are idiots. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Not idiots. I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm teasing. No, no, but they just say things that yeah. they don't actually mean. Yeah, wow, exactly. that is such, but it's such part of the common English language yep. or or like yep. etiquette etic- if you know what I mean. wow i didn't even know that i said that. all right do you wow. know what do you know what and i think i think we've all learnt a little bit um about ourselves in this call so do you know what Stephen? i'm happy to carry on this Ian, why why did you set that rule because oh, maybe because of that I'm... reason people just say it without even meaning it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no um, not even that people were just saying it and people, every call was starting that people way. were doing it the whole time for the last couple of weeks it's got more and more prevalent where hello ian how are you i'm fine thanks hello kath how are you i'm fine but it's just it's just it was taken up Nonsense. we we did we did wow, the... i can't hello. believe i said that you yeah. played the clip wow yeah we did the maths and we worked out that we do 15 hours radio a week right uh-huh. And that out of that, nine hours a week mm-hmm. was taken up with callers asking how me and Catherine were. 
Nine hours. But then that's polite, isn't it? If you ask someone, are you all right? Like, you generally do, like, I generally ask that question, like, are you all right? Like, I, how are you? Do you but know you don't I mean? want to like, know the real answer, And though. you didn't remember asking. <laughs> I didn't even remember asking. He didn't yet, remember so didn't it. it. So, no, you yourself up like a kipper there, Stephen. your points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, that's crazy, Anyway, it? Anyway, Stephen, how are you? Do you mean that, or are you just I mean that? it from but... the bottom of my heart. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Wow. Go on. You two have definitely got a point there, yeah. Yeah. Right, so what have you got um, yeah, for yeah. us? Yeah, I'm all right. I've been sleeping homeless for the last fortnight. Uh-oh. And tonight, I went, well, today I went to the council. Yes. And they put me in temporary accommodation. Yes! There yeah, we go! So, I've got a bed. For Bonus! Tonight, yeah. That's all right, isn't it? I know, yeah, yeah. That was the reason, because... Uh, uh, what? Wow, I can't believe I broke the rule. I didn't know. But I was going to... The last time I spoke to you guys... I dropped the F-bomb, and I'm so sorry. I should have done that, but I was in a mess. It was the the second night that I was sleeping rough. Yeah, so it's... it's Yeah, man. Um, So so this place, uh, you say temporary. How how temporary is temporary? One night a week? Oh, no, no, no. Well, they've given me fix... Um, They've given me 56 days in this place. So hopefully, in the meantime, I can um, either be put in rehab or hopefully find a dry house. But at least I've got somewhere... Like, at least I've actually got a bed to sleep. And, 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 and what is it, a B&B, a hotel, a room in a house? What is it? Um, uh, no, uh, how could you describe this? Mm. It's like, well, I guess it's like a hostel, a hostel isn't it? There's right. loads of people, yeah. Right. And have you got a room to yourself, or are you sharing? Oh, no, I've got a room to myself, yeah, yeah. And is it all right? Um, to be honest with you, and I feel a bit guilty, because I've got a double bed. Oh, Stephen! Yes! No, 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 Ian, not even that. This is why I feel guilty. I've got a double bed, and then I've got bunk beds. There's families staying in it, so I feel guilty. Maybe a family needs this room, do you know what I mean? Hey, hey, listen, hey, listen. You need that room, man. Don't feel guilty. You deserve that room. I don't deserve it, but I definitely need it, like, but, um... But, yeah, as soon as I can chase down a dry house, that's, I think, what I need. Because, like, at least, yeah... Well, listen, okay, man. Sorry, I do gotta be sorry I for. Broke the rule. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. So, 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 uh, uh, yeah. oh, oh, I was listening to you last week. Yes. And you know what? Right, every roast dinner needs mint sauce. Right, whether it's this guy knows what he's exactly what knows, he's talking about. He's a wise know. man. Yeah, every roast. But dinner do you know what I've had before? Sauce. And I don't know why I don't have it more often. What mint sauce with chips? That would work. That would work because roast potatoes—they're just—they're just chips. It's all that. They're just big, round, fat chips that look like golden stones, aren't they? Have you ever tried chips with mint sauce? I've had it. Uh, I, well, I think I have. But you want the big, Jeez. fat, not like I chips. Think that would work. Not chips from a chip shop because they're a bit greasy. But the big, fat oven chips that are fluffy on the inside. The steakhouse. Uh, there we go. There we go. Those with a little bit of mint sauce because mint sauce uh. is vinegar. It's vinegar. I know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, mate, oh, I damn, think we're... I think that might work. We are, right, what we need, right, we, this is what we need, Stephen. We oh, need someone yeah, but, to make mm. some chips now and some mint sauce and to... <laughs> yeah. to take about 20 minutes. Yeah, right. no, 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 not for you, my friend. No, no, to, for, to li- so we can listen to. I can knock one out to it. <laughs> oh, we, damn, chips. 
Oh, chips and mint sauce would be lush, wouldn't it? Yeah. Why have, we, why have I never thought of that before? Because you haven't got the artistic bent, like, I'm, I'm artistically bent. It's like mayonnaise and chips works, right? Oh, oh yes. That's continental, isn't it? It's the oh, continentals, so that's good. the Dutch. The mint Dutch invented sauce that. and chips. Oh, my God. Right, we need someone. Can someone go and make some chips now? Make up some mint sauce and, and uh, eat it live on the radio, please, guys. That's, uh, that's all I can I ask would for. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Stephen, I'm really glad you got you got to bed for a while, mate. Fingers yeah, crossed. I'm so glad that you answered my call, and I'm so glad that you spoke to me, even though I broke the rule. And thank you, guys. Yeah, hopefully, by, um, to, yeah. By I the way, the Stephen. Show, by the way, Stephen, yeah? we're all right. Okay, but I thought we weren't saying that word. Thank you very much. Well, I'm letting you off. Well, I'm letting you have that one. That would totally work. Mint sauce on chips. Those, you know the chips I mean. The fat ones that are, that are, that are nice. And you, sometimes you get them in pubs. I'm so hungry. Can you stop talking? Sometimes you get them in pubs and they're, you cut, cut open the chip and it's like fluffy, pure oh, white inside. It, with mint sauce. Yeah. In fact, I have had it. I've had it in a pub. You know in the pubs they bring around like that pot and it's got salad cream, um, uh, mayonnaise, vinegar, and some of them will have a bit of mint sauce in there for when they do roasties on a, on a Sunday. And, um, yeah, it was Boston. Yeah. Well, that's life, isn't it? <laughs> the Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Some of these people. Oh, three, four, four. Four, nine, nine, one thousand. Another 45 minutes. You can give us a call. Um, calls are free to most people. Part of your package may cost you a few pennies, but you'll speak to Sam. He'll take your name and number. And he'll give you a call back. Anyone can get on. We're not one of those radio stations that, that has a... He- well, we're not one of those radio shows, I should say, that has a heavy vetting thing. You don't have to phone in for any of the topics because we don't have no topics. Um, you can just phone in for a chat. You can just... Um, uh, I'm aware it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Did you read the, the post from Limmy? Uh, no. Oh, I, I, re- I retweeted them. Really interesting post from Limmy, just checking in and about how he's been he's been struggling a bit recently and um uh and he's been he's been doing stuff that's not been healthy for him like playing overwatch until two in the morning and he's, he's going on twitter too much going on twitter too much and so he's taken a step away from all of that he said he'd rather you know be bored and staring out of a window and and doing all that kind of stuff it's really interesting uh, I, I don't really like these weeks or these days i always think they're a little bit kind of kind of forced but a thing that i filmed for channel five is going to be on on thursday at, i think it's 10 o'clock it's either nine o'clock or 10 o'clock um and it's me talking about being miserable and wanting to kill myself and being abused in the cubs so that should be a lot of fun trisha's on it trisha goddard a late, another late, another lady and another man are on it. And I tell you what they did, and I should have said no, and I, I didn't really think about it until I saw the trailer the other day. There's lots of shots of me, of, you know when they do shots of people who are depressed, sort of looking down and then sort of looking up at oh the camera. Oh, God, really? But slightly off centre. You're looking down, thoughtful. Yeah, I've wanted to kill myself. <laughs> but I'm defiant. Yeah, I've wanted to kill myself, but I'm defiant and I'm a survivor. It's all that stuff, and not me walking down the street with my hands in my pockets. So there's all that kind of stuff. But the story is. But the like, message is right. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know how they edited it, you know. But it's. Um, it, was, it seemed like something to do. They asked me to do it before I went in the jungle, and I said, yeah. And then I did it when I came out of the jungle, and 
Um, I don't know. I'll get told off in certain quarters for saying too much. I always say too much in these things, but I'm, I think I'm discreet in it. I don't think there's. Um, I don't remember who did it. I did it months ago, but I don't. I think I'm discreet. I'm normally discreet, aren't I? No names, no pack drill. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's on, and you can um, go and have some of that, and it'll be all right. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine. Um, Matt is saying, why would anyone do anything for Channel 5? I do quite a lot of work for Channel 5, Matt, but 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 thanks. It's called work. <laughs> it's called work, mate. You've got mortgages to pay, you've got kids to feed. Um, it's, it's, got, it's work. But but thanks, Matt. What do you do for a living? Who do you, who, who do you work for, Matt? I'm sure they're, 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 they're wonderfully um, ethical people. Um, but thanks. But thank you so much for... for um, I'll, I'll pass that message on. Can you email me that comment, Matt? And I will send that to. Um, I'll send that to my agent, and I'll 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 say yeah. Why? Why, Nick? And I'll say because well, because they pay quite well, and that was quite an interesting program, and the other stuff you've done that that pays quite well, and you've got uh, mortgage and kids. I go oh, yeah. Thank thank you, Matt. So. Um, uh, right, so they're getting, they're not getting rid of sats. Are they getting rid of sats? What's the story about sats? There's a story about sats. Are they getting rid of sats or not? I don't know. Right, we'll find out. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not getting rid of sats. These are some of the questions 10 and 11 year olds will be asked this week, and many will leave mums and dads scratching their heads. Well, most mums and dads are thick. Catherine and I are very brainy parents. We'll work this out, okay? Only 20% of parents got full marks after 4,000 volunteered to take their children's SAT tests. Well, 20% of parents are bum lickers then for getting full marks. Because full marks are... um, For squares. For squares. Questions on English grammar cause the biggest problems with one in three puzzled over adjectives. And almost four in ten bamboozled over verbs. Well, I can do verbs. Mm -hmm. Lisa Haskett of this tuition firm said, SAT's questions are confusing for parents... Right, so the answers are here. So I'm going to cover the answers there, so I can't look at the answers, right? Okay. Uh, try the questions below to see if you're smarter than a 10-year-old. No cheating. Right, so we're going to write these down. You can play along at home, guys. Question one. What is... Right, well, 589 plus 1,734. Hang on. And do adding up. Right. Got it. No, I haven't. No, I haven't got it. I've got the answer, I think. Right. What, what do you make it? 2323. Right, let me just go again. Hang on a second. Yeah, I've got 2323. Yeah, I thought that was a 9. 2323. And so that is. that is So, right. So, A. <laughs> hmm? A is 2323. So question one, question one. Let's do it. Two, three. One A. No, no, no. Don't. There's what, no letters involved. What, what are you saying A for? Then? Question two. Which word in this sentence is an adjective? Go on. Don't say it. The coat I bought has deep pockets. Don't say it. Is it coat? Is it bought? Or is it deep? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So it's deep. You're not saying it now. I thought you said don't say it. Well, flipping, is it deep? I'd say it's deep, yeah. Right, okay. So we've written, we got that right. Okay, so three. Have we though? Do you check? We'll check, it, we'll check in a minute, mate. Well, don't start ticking until you know. Three, choose, oh God, here we go. 
Choose the relative clause. Oh, you know this as well, don't you? Bumlick Boyle. In the following sentence, I sent an email to my friend who lives in Australia. Is it sent an email? Is it to my friend? Or is it who lives in Australia? I'm going to turn off YouTube because they're all to... The relative clause... What have you put? Who lives in Australia? I put that too! Yeah! Yeah! Well, we could both be wrong. Emma, four. Emma baked some cakes, but didn't have enough icing for them. Well, Emma's a dick. For every four cakes Emma baked, only three were iced. Altogether, 18 cakes were iced. How many cakes did Emma bake? Oi, So. Hang on. Uh, it's 22, 24 or 28 well we can work it out backwards got it, I've got it I'm going to say it's either 22, 24 or 28 I'm going to say 24 am I wrong? you're right, you're right which not five? Which number is ten times greater than three hundred and four? Is it three thousand and forty, three thousand four hundred, or three thousand and four? Well, that's easy. That's three thousand and forty. Yeah. These are easy. Kids are. That's for thick. children. Six. Insert. Oh, commas. I, lo- oh, I, just, I love a comma. I just throw commas out like there's no tomorrow. Insert commas in the correct places in this sentence. At the circus. Oh, this is flipping easy. At the circus, we saw tightrope walkers, trapeze acts, trained elephants and amazing acrobats. So at the circus, we saw tightrope walkers, comma, trapeze acts, comma, trained elephants, comma. And Hang on. A- Slow down, because you're copying it. No, there's so no tightrope no, walkers. What? There's no, there's no comma there, but you could have a comma there. At the circus, we saw tightrope walkers, mm-hmm. trapeze acts, trained elephants, and amazing acrobats. So you'd have one after walkers, one after acts. You could have one after elephants beforehand. You can. It's called an Oxford comma. Yeah. Who gives an F about the Oxford comma? Trapeze acts and what? It's too late, mate. You've missed it. So amazing elephants. You've lost that one. And that. You've lost that one. Write a contraction. Don't worry, there's only a hundred of these. Write a contraction to replace the bold words in each sentence below. He could not, could not oh, are the bold God. words, believe this was happening. What is it? Oh, oh, so couldn't, yeah. won't, and hadn't. All right. Thanks for telling me the answers. No, it's stupid. Right, these are, these are flipping stupid. We'll do ten. There's twenty. We'll do ten. At the start... These are stupid. These are flipping stupid. I want my kids to do sats now, every day. At the start of January, there were 451 houses for sale in the estate agents. No, there weren't, trust me. During January to March, 146 houses were sold and 329 houses, more houses, were put on the market. How many houses were still for sale at the end of March? Okay. So 451. Minus... Shh. Um, 
No, 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 no. We don't do it that way. We're going to do, do it a different way, Carol. So, uh, right. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Um, you've got to do that there, haven't you? I'm not so great with subtraction. I've forgotten how you how you do all the little things. So that's eight. And that then becomes a two, doesn't it? And that's one. So so hang on. Four, five, one. one Four five one. Because um, four five one is what you start with. All right, yeah, go on. <laughs> you got that. I got that from the flipping question. <laughs> what have you got? Six hundred thirty-four. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot how to do subtraction, but I bloody well did it. I've been sitting here painting my nails, waiting for you to finish that, and I'm rubbish at maths. Okay, number nine. Number nine. Round. Right, so nine has got A and B and C. And B and C. Now, round 3,700. Round. Round. 37,452. Yeah. To the nearest 10. Okay, so A. To the nearest 100. Well, that's not difficult, unless you're a div. Shh. To the nearest 1,000. I bet you've got one of these wrong. I bet I have. Okay, what have you got for A? Shush, I'm in. Oh! Shush, shush, shush. Oh, I've, I've done it! I've uh, done it! 37450. Right. 37500. Why are you saying it? Why don't you say the numbers? 37500. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you wouldn't say the numbers. You don't know the numbers. <laughs> you said say the numbers. You didn't say say the right numbers. Yeah. 37,000. All right. And the last one. What do I win? You win the... Gold star. Ten. Oh, this is good. Which verb completes the sentence so that it uses the subjunctive form? So the sentence is, if I blank... The teacher, for I would let the class leave early. Is it am, was, were, or be? Were. 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 These are easy. Right, so let's go. Do you go. know how I learnt grammar? By learning French grammar. <laughs> they never taught the English grammar to me at school. So answers. Number one is 2,334. Oh. Number two We got is, that wrong then. Number two is bought. What? Number three. Three is to my friend. No. No. Number one is 2,323. Number yep. two is deep. Yeah. Number three, who lives in Australia. Yeah. Number four is 24. Yeah. Number five is 3,040. Yeah. Number six is at the circus, we saw tightrope walkers, comma, trapeze acts, comma, trained elephants and amazing acrobats. Seven, couldn't, won't, hadn't. Eight is uh, 634. Yeah. And then we we got the rest right. Do you know what? Yep. I've heard three different programmes, including ours, from this station, try some of these questions today. Yeah. We're the only ones that aced it. <laughs> there are some right <laughs> thickos working on this station. Oh, on this station, was it? Yes. Uh, uh, Mike Graham. He's nope. as thick as anything. No, not Jamie Mike Graham. East. Jamie East. Yeah, he's, he's common. And um, Eamon Syrah. Crap. Scum done good. <laughs> 
This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very, very welcome to... Um, oh, right, so I thought I knew everybody in Beetle... In Beetle history, mm. right? But there's this guy who's cropped up. Beetle's pianist, Young, dies 83. Well, he wasn't the pianist. A talented... And he wasn't young either at 83. That's his name. Oh. A talented pianist who regretfully turned down the chance to join the Beatles... Oh, so he's... <laughs> so he's literally not in the Beatles. <laughs> has died age 83. Roy Young was so annoyed at his decision, he later said he hit his head on the bathroom wall every night ten times before going to bed. Roy played with the band in Hamburg's famous Star Club in 1962. He said Beatles manager Brian Epstein later asked him to sign, quotes, an international record contract with the band. An international record contract with the band. Sounds official. Roy said, unfortunately... I was in the middle of a three-year exclusive contract with the Star Club and regretfully turned down the offer. I knew I was turning down an offer to join a band that had something special. I got back in touch with them in 1966 to see if they would have me. 67, 68 and 69. They never replied to my calls. It doesn't say that. Roy, who lived in Oxford, did... I didn't know that. He uh, did get a chance to work with the Beatles. He played on Got to Get You Into My Life (laughs) on the band's 1966 album Revolver, joining Paul McCartney on keyboards, an album that was largely inspired by LSD and marijuana. Roy also worked with David Bowie on his album Low in 1974. So, um, so... Boy could play. The boy had some chops about him. Has the internet gone down? No. Oh, well. And then we're in that weird, that weird thir- last 35 minutes of the show again, where it all goes a bit weird. I know. What are you saying it like that for? I know. What, 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 what does that mean? Yeah, it's true. It's me saying I know in a knowing way. Yeah, but, but don't say it in a, in a knowing way. I know. Oh, Steve's doing it. Steve, yes, man. Yes, those are the chips. And that's the mint sauce. Steve, man. Yes. 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 Steve! You're eating chips by proxy now. Steve, you've got to do it. You've got to put that uh, MS on those C's. (laughs) (laughs) Why does that sound so much dirtier? Meghan Markle is related to a man suspected of being Jack the Ripper. This Meghan, the more I hear about this Meghan Markle and her family, her dad being a dodgepot... Uh, uh, one of her, uh, 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 I don't know if it's an uncle or granddad being Jack the Ripper. The more I hear about this young lady, the more I think that the racism to, to one side, that obnoxious model who was going out with the leader of UKIP may have had a point. Oh, God. Do you remember them? What was her name? Oh, I can't remember. Is Idiot. That's what her name oh, was. come on, no. Come on, Gammon. Miss Gammon. Miss Gammon. Miss Gammon's I don't face. get the gammon thing. I get why people are offended by it. I think you know, ruddy faced pink people. Yeah, well, no, I, I get that, but it's not. It's not funny. Well. Plum is funnier. Pudding is funnier. Twat is funnier. <laughs> gammon, gammon ain't funny, man. 
I don't think I've ever had a gammon steak. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, oh, yes. Would you go egg or um, pineapple? Oh, egg. I wouldn't have pineapple. I don't like pineapple on on savoury foods. Oh, she's related. Right, so her her cousin says their ancestor is the man dubbed America's first serial murderer, H.H. Holmes. So this is the guy that some people, some people, by some people I mean the nutjob guests that Howard Hughes has. Yeah. Um, think he was the Yorkshire, the, the Yorkshire Ripper, the Jack the Ripper, because he came over to London in the 1800s. His real name was Herman Webster Mudgett. Mudgett is almost the nickname that my boys have for the dog. Call it, call him Mudgies. The doctor was named by experts as Jack the Ripper, who killed and mutilated at least 11 women in London's East End in 1988. 1888. Just to remind you, in case you've forgotten who Jack the Ripper was, <laughs> ladies and gents. <clears throat> um, lawyer Jeff Mudgett, who is the eighth cousin of Meghan, claims his great-great-grandfather, this guy's been on Howard's show, was hotel owner and medic Holmes who in 1893 was based in Chicago for the World's Fair. He famously committed a series of grisly killings once fair visitors had checked into his factory of death. And the body count totaled more than 200 victims. Good grief! Factory of death! Hmm, That looks fun. Let's go and have a look. (laughs) Mind you, you'd love that. Uh, Well, I wouldn't love it if I was going to be murdered in it. No, but you'd love the idea of it. Flipping scary ghost trains and all that. Mind you, that ghost train we went on in... Uh... Here's the thing, here's the thing, um, uh, fairground folk. If you're going to build a ghost train, make sure you've sealed up all of the gaps so that daylight doesn't get in. And I don't know, make it scary. <laughs> Where was it we went to the ghost train? Uh, Brighton. It was just a load of stuff sitting up. <laughs> uh, just after you'd passed it. <laughs> Very slowly, this, the corpse would rise from the table. <laughs> just after you'd passed it, you have to look behind you and go, oh, there he is. <laughs> He famously committed a series of... Uh, yeah, Holmes visited London at the time of the Ripper killings. Jeff said, We did a study with the FBI and CIA in Scotland Yard. <laughs> Didn't that sound All like... of those guys. Hey, uh, my dad's a ninja. <laughs> my uncle's a boxer. It, it turns out he was Jack the R- Ripper. This means Megan is related to Jack the Ripper. Well, if this is true, this is shocking, because all it will take is, a li- I don't know, a little bit too much drink, a hard bunk up, something could just reawake the DNA, the DNA memory and she'll be like and she'll be sneaking out of Kensington Palace at like one o'clock to kill women of the night or it could be bollocks <laughs> I don't think the Queen knows <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee the Queen doesn't know <laughs> I'm not proud he's my ancestor Megan won't be either you sound a bit proud Jeff's shocking revelation comes to light in a Channel 4 documentary called Meet the Markles. Oh, God, really? The show airs on Channel 4 tomorrow at 10. He thinks that... He (laughs) thinks that they're talking about Meet the Markles. Oh, look at this crazy ancestor. What they're saying is, look at this guy. He thinks he's related to Jack the Ripper. Here we go. Here we go. I've got some cousins, though. (laughs) We went to the cinema in Henley. It's a really nice cinema. We went there at the weekend. Uh, it, was, it was really nice, and we had some nice food there, and the, we saw Sherlock Gnomes, which is, you know, is, is is an adequate movie. Loads of Elton John jokes in it. I know we produced it, but there's loads of Elton John jokes. And uh, met a nice young lad called Jack, who was a fan of um, I'm a Celebrity, 
And um, it was nice. And on the way back, we saw this, this little playground that we thought, oh, it's not seen this. We're going, we went and played in the playground. And we had a really nice time doing the balance. You're talking about you and the children, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got involved. I'm trying to get, because I'm, I'm not as active as I should be. When, when I go to the playground now, I leave the phone in the car. It's my great thing I'm doing. I'm, I'm getting quite good at it now. Is when I'm with the kids, I leave the phone in the car. Uh, so left the phone in the car and I was, was I try and get in, I try and play with them and yeah. my youngest loves tag so we play that and um, but I get out of breath very quickly uh, anyway um, anyway so this story makes make, makes sense right I don't know but this is like faux outrage f- outrage a primary school has banned children from using its play equipment because uh, unless they are supervised right which is which is standard that's standard practice isn't it yeah. Because, yeah, you're not allowed on the equipment no. if there's no one there, no, no grown-ups there. But usually in a school, there's quite a lot of grown-ups. <laughs> Pupils at North Kidlington are not allowed to climb on monkey bars, low climbing beams, or on a scramble. Listen, trust me, my kid, we were doing, there were some balance beams of, uh, uh, that were about, that were six inches off the ground. Six inches off the ground, and my kid fell and hurt himself, you know, and uh, grazed himself. So the matter is low. Um, and if I hadn't been there, it, it, it would have been terrified. Um, low climbing beams or on a scramble net made of ropes unless staff are watching over them. Yeah. Here's another thing. They're not allowed in the school unless staff are watching over them. <laughs> One angry parent said, this is great. Okay. This is great. Is this off Facebook? No wonder there are so many fat kids with this sort of rubbish. Rather than playing outside, they rush home to their Xbox. That none of that make none of that story makes any sense. No. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um. So this Jack the Ripper guy, right? Um. H.H. H. Holmes, real name Herman Webster Mudgett, and his factory of death. Right. Sally's just tweeted. Can you, you need to Google this. Google this guy, right? H.H. H. Holmes. She said, the hotel was so designed so the victim couldn't escape, he would chase them through the hotel until they reached the killing room. <laughs> well, this is the last 15 minutes of the show. Can you find out about this guy's killing factory of death? So Ho checked in. He famously committed a series of grisly killings once fair visitors checked into his factory oh. of death. Scorsese's directing it. Yeah, with um, DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Uh, okay, let's Come on, have Kath. a look. Let's, right, here we, uh, look we, we need some uh, some appropriate music. Obvs. I don't want to make light of this, so I'm going to get something. Okay. Go on. Hang on, it's just loading. Okay. Oh, let's just stop the music then. Just, uh, yeah, just a minute. I'll play something. Um, Here we go. Okay. Oh. oh go. H.H. H. Holmes was the alias of one of America's mm. first serial killers. During the 1893 Columbian Exposition, he lured vis- victims to his elaborate murder castle. Is that what Expo is short for? Exposition? Yeah. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Who was H.H. Holmes? Don't care. Just I want a description of how his castle works. Herman Webster Mudgett, better known as H.H. Holmes, 
was a con artist and bigamist who was one of America's first serial killers. Sometimes referred to as the Beast of Chicago, oh. Holmes is believed to have killed somewhere between 20 and 200 people. Wow, well, that's quite a big margin. Yeah. He killed many of his victims in a specially constructed home, which was later nicknamed the Murder Castle. Here we go. Go on. Apprehended in 1894, he was hanged for his crimes. Oh. Two years later, Eric Larson wrote about Holmes in his 2003 book The Devil in the White City, which has been adapted for a feature film starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Des yeah, okay. Describe. I want a description of this house. Okay. Ah, here we go. Here All we right. go. Let me let me take you from early life and scams into it because it well, builds up a picture. I don't. I just want to know about the house. Okay. All right. Well, mur murder castle. In 1885. Yeah. H. H. Holmes moved to Chicago, Illinois. Here we go. He soon found work in a pharmacy using his now infamous alias, Dr. Henry H. Holmes. He eventually took over the business and was later rumoured to have killed its original owner. I don't care about this. I want to Hang know on. about it's the house. in the section about the murder castle. Oh, God. Holmes had a three-storey building constructed nearby, creating an elaborate house of horrors. Here we go. The upper floors contained his living quarters and many small rooms where he tortured and killed his victims. Yeah. There were also trapdoors and chutes that enabled him to move the bodies down to the basement wow. where he could burn the remains in a kiln or dispose of them in other ways. During the, 19, the 1893 Columbian Exposition... We've all, we've all, we've, both of us have said the 19 instead of the 18. Isn't that funny? Holmes... Opened up his home as a hotel for visitors. Oh, mate! mate this is outrageous behaviour! Unfortunately, many guests did not survive in what not. became known as the Murder Castle. Many of these victims, no one knows for certain the total number, were women who were seduced, oh, swindled, Jesus. and then killed. Holmes had a habit of getting engaged to a, vic a woman only for his fiancée to suddenly disappear. Other victims were lured there by the offer of employment. Just, just, just to help, open your Twitter, because someone's just tweeted us a picture. Matt has tweeted us a picture of the second floor of the castle. And it's full of secret chambers, mysterious closed rooms, secret hiding places, sealed rooms, bathroom with hidden stairs to the basement, a blind room, the asphyxiation chamber, oh my God. the maze... It's like saw. And, ...and laboratories. Flipping Holmes left Chicago shortly after the World's Fair to continue his schemes, including a plan with an associate named Benjamin Pietzel, in which Pietzel would fake his death to collect $10,000 from a life insurance company. Jailed at one point for another fraud, Holmes confided in fellow inmate and notorious outlaw Marion Hedgepeth, who knew Holmes as H.M. Howard, about the life insurance scheme. Hedgepeth later helped investigators by revealing details of oh, their discussion. My nuts are really itchy. You know how to break the mood. While authorities eventually identified Howard as Holmes, they did not catch on soon enough to stop his final murders. Holmes killed Pitazel and after telling his widow that her husband was still alive and in hiding, convinced her to let him travel with three of her five children who also became his victims. Wowzers. After several weeks of outrunning authorities, Holmes was finally apprehended in November 1894. During his time in custody, he gave numerous stories to police, once admitting to killing 27 people. Convicted in 1895, Holmes appe appealed his case but lost. 
Wowzers. Um, he was only hanged for that one murder. Flipping it, man. Matt's on the line. Matt, you, are you the one that sent us the picture? No, that's not me. Oh. No, sorry. Oh, that's I'm a, don't, calling don't, in. Don't apologise. Oh, well, you know, I'm sorry for most things these days. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's um, just a quick podcast recommendation. Um, yes. Talking about H.H. Holmes. Have yes. you ever listened to All Killer, No Filler? Um, no, I haven't listened to that. Tell me about it, please. It's very, very good. It's two comedians um, from Manchester who have done a whole series of podcasts about various different serial killers, which sounds really macabre, but um, it's actually very, very funny. Well, it's funny. Uh, yeah, they make it very, very funny indeed. I mean, they're, they're slightly um, off-the-wall types, um, and the conversations tend to kind of go all over the place. But they're, Sorry, they're, hang on a second. So let me just interrupt. Dave has just tweeted hmm. me. So we've just described this second floor of this killing castle right very yeah. complicated yeah david uh, just yeah. david just tweeted he had different people build different parts so they didn't get suspicious legend <laughs> <laughs> legend legend he gets up to his first one. <laughs> dave, you, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. you check his internet history so go on, so who are these comedians um, Kerry Pritchard McLean oh. and the other one whose name I've really embarrassed me, just forgotten. Okay, that's okay. Um, but, that, okay. Yeah, they're very good. They're very, 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 very but funny. They make, they, a whole load of them. They do it funny. Yeah, because so, I'd like it like I'd like to hear it like Kath, I'd like Kath to do a podcast just for me, where she just reads off Wikipedia about murderers. That wasn't Wikipedia. I looked for something else. All right, mate. What All else right. did you look it from? Don't you start. <laughs> I'll dump you. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know you two were. An item. Yeah, uh, not a chance. No. Um, yeah, so anyway, it's worth a listen. It's all killer. For many reasons. One, Catherine is married. Yeah, Two, you sound, you, seem to, you listen to podcasts about murderers. And find them well, amusing. I also listen to podcasts about talk radio hosts, but, you know. Really? Who's doing a podcast about talk radio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. No, I don't. Um, anyway, that was it. Just a quick recommendation. Oh, uh, I'm, do, you know what? I, I, do you know what? I might actually check that out. I normally don't follow up recommendations, but I might. No, well, I can't imagine why. Most of us are. <laughs> well, mo- most, th- most things, and I found this. The other day I was asking people to recommend games to me, Matt, because I wanted to yeah. buy a game, so I was a bit bored of stuff. Game on the PlayStation, and the people recommending stuff. Then I went and looked at it. And, I and went, you tried Super Mario. This, I think people <laughs> recommending stuff, and I was looking at the trailers, going, "This looks like absolute rubbish." And the fi- n- I never go on Twitter and ask for a film recommendation because they will recommend all the obvious stuff that, of course, I've seen, yeah. and then but, uh, any stuff I haven't seen is rubbish. Tends to be the way though, because um, no one's got the same taste every day. I can't think of a single game I'd recommend. All the ones I've got are rubbish. Yeah, well, my uh, kids, uh, my kids play uh, uh, Fortnite, obviously, but uh, um, I can't see the attraction. I don't quite get Fortnite. I do like no. Overwatch, but it's pointless. Uh, Monopoly, honestly, Matt, Monopoly is the one at the moment I've been playing and loving it. I've seen, yeah, I've seen some of your your what are they called broadcasts? Are they sure, called them? why not? And, and you've seen me. I've won every single game. Um, yeah, I'll take your word for that. Yeah, yeah good. that's that's the way. That's the, the word that should be taken. <laughs> that's how it should be. Yes, Matt. Thank you, mate. Cheers for that. No worries. Bye bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Paul Ross will be on in a bit. I can hear him already. Oh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course you can. Soundproof, Soundproof won't door. stop him. Soundproof ain't going to work again. <gasps> thank you. Oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? Near what's dark. That? What is that? 31 years old this year. It's a great kind of vampire on the move Ooh. 80s film. It, it is very violent. And for once, the extras, the interview with Catherine Bigelow, who directed it and co wrote it, it's fantastic. We went and saw a good film tonight, Beast. 
I've seen the trailer for that. I've not seen yeah, the movie. It's, yeah, it's really good. I, we just wanted to go to the yeah. cinema, and it was the only thing that was in on. In fact, John Hearn, our producer and film critic, he he recommended it. Oh, yeah, a big thumbs up as it's, well. It's, it's great. It 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 twists and turns all over it's the place. It's not what you think it's going to be. Is and it? then again, it, 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 I really enjoyed it. In Didn't fact, know we played about a chunk. It. The, the the director whose name escapes was on with Jamie East a couple of weeks back. Really, and we replayed a chunk of it. Oh, yeah, it's his it's, debut feature. Yeah, good. It's a, One it's to watch. My favourite serial killer at the moment is Albert Fish. Well, I suggest you look up. He was a kind of itinerant handyman, mainly in the 20s. Yeah. Uh, revolting career. But when he was, when things got a bit slack or quiet on the serial killer front, he would in, in, uh, kind of insert needles and other thin bits of metal into his member. In the eye? No, I think all through it. Whoa! All through the kind of, the shaftage. Wow, so it's worth looking them up, Albert Fish. A lot of these guys, when they get in the pokey, I think they become fantasists. Well, pokey like Henry, the operative word, yeah, yes. Henry portrait of a serial killer. He, a lot of that stuff, I think, was made up, wasn't it? He didn't kill 98 people right. or something. I think he did all right. He was in the lower 30s. Well, if you're in, if you're in prison forever, you might as well yeah. big up yourself. And put the frighteners out on people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's weird, this fascination with killers, because I've... I, I mean, we, both, the, the worst book we've ever read is that happy, Fred and Rose happy West. Happy Like Murderers. <sighs> That was I was that was horrible reading that. Anyway, Paul, <laughs> on a lighter note, what fun things have you got on your show tonight? Well, it is as I'm sure you know National Dinosaur Day, so we're talking to a top paleontologist about uh, what you know. They've discovered every other week this year they found a new species of dinosaur, which shows you what slackers paleontologists have been because really? they were around for so long. So yeah. we're talking about that, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, we've also got a chat about outer space and Jupiter may have water on it, and we're crossing live for the first time to Zimbabwe where there is a beer shortage. I'm right. looking forward, but I thought of you both yesterday because yeah. um, we do musical birthdays and anniversaries. And on May the thirteenth, the Monkeys' second album, uh, "More for the Monkeys," "More of the Monkeys," yeah, ma yeah, made number one. Yeah, in 1967. Yeah, that was the year that in the UK charts there were only four albums that made number one because they were upside. Well, Sergeant Pepper, of course. Uh, More of the Monkeys. Yeah, 67. Uh, um... Oh, that's a that is a great one. Sergeant Pepper was twenty five weeks. Yeah, yeah. More of the monkeys and the first monkeys albums were both number ones in that year. Were they? And the other one was the Sound of Music soundtrack for nineteen weeks. That's that a belter. That is a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. But now everybody knows the answer. <laughs> the monkeys didn't know because obviously the first couple of albums they had nothing to do with, and they didn't know apparently the second album was out until they went into a record store and they, and they saw the stand for their new album. Oh right, okay, right. You've, done, you've done that. The first two albums I ever bought were Sergeant Pepper. And then with my milk round money, I bought Pisces Aquarius, Capital Jones. One. That's such a lovely it's album. It's a great it? album. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. album. Um, thank you, Paul. Paul will be on at one o'clock. He's on um, pretty much every night this week, I think. It's fair enough to say, isn't it? Uh... It's a condition of bail. I can't take any time off. <laughs> I, um... You have to know where you are yeah, all times. Uh, so he'll be on at one. So do, I thoroughly recommend listening to that. Um, you can download our podcasts. The Call with Lacey went up on tonight. Tonight, yeah. Tonight. As did Pete Heat. Oh, yeah. So if you want to listen to magic on the radio. Listen to Paul Ross at one. That's what I was <laughs> no, but yeah, we, it was, I forgot Peter Heat. Yeah. Peter Heat's this, this magician. This, this, he comes in and he does, it, it's, it's incredible. Magic on the radio. That's oh, the future. It, I, do you know what? I th well, it is, what, was it, was it Archie Andrews, the ventriloquist? Yeah, and they had Charlie MacArthur, didn't they? Or Charlie yeah. Bergen in America, yeah. who's Candice Bergen's father. Oh, really? On the radio, yeah. I, I, I think you can get away with anything. Well, the my favourite event gag of all time is in a WC Fields film. I'll forget which one. And he says, I'll do my dummy routine. And he starts with his back to the audience. And he turns on with a dummy. And he's got a moustache that completely covers his mouth. <laughs> Game, isn't it? <laughs> uh, do you know I've not seen a W.C. Fields film for about 30 years. I used to love those. Is that a fit night out for a man or a beast? I love W.C. Fields. Oh, do you know what? I might check that out this, <laughs> this week. Paul Ross, thank you very much. Catherine Boyle, thank you very much. Sam, 
we really need to talk about Nickelback. That is unacceptable behaviour as far as I'm concerned. We will be back tonight at 10 o'clock, dear listener. Do stay tuned, though, for Poor Ross Through the Night. This is, uh, talk, what was it? Talk Radio? Yeah, yeah, still Talk Radio. Still Talk Radio, thank you. Talk Radio. Talk and entertainment across the nation. Talk Radio. Give it some lift.